0: I'm trying to change the song now.
1: Welcome, y'all, to the veteran gamers.
2: Duke and fellas
1: will tell you about every single game that you're playing this week. News, reviews, and an indie pick.
3: Come so on. Yeah.
1: Time and Chimney's game breakers. Here comes Duke with the soundbite saviors.
2: Ball. It's, the Ball. Veteran it's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran
1: gamers. It's the veteran gamers. Hello, and welcome to show 111 of the Veterinary Gamers pod. one, one, one. You Yeah, You know, that's a palindrome number. Yes, yes, it's the same backwards and forwards. I just
3: wanted to say that last week, I wasn't always... Uh, I, there were big chunks of the show last week where I didn't say much, and I just wanted to apologize to everyone for that, and I swear that I will say something about everything this week.
1: Well, you see, the thing is, you—it's not the fact that you didn't say much, but when you did have something to say, was I? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, well, don't worry, because this week I'm going to have lots of stuff to say. Well, I hope I hope things, that's true. Insightful things, hilarious things. Good. I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad. Loud to- things that you are pumped for the show. I'm very pumped. Yeah, we like. Can you hear it in my voice? Yeah, we can tell. <laughs> we can tell you. Woo! <laughs> I'm like Bender when he's all human. And he's like, woo! Now, this week, I better introduce you to with because we always seem to get, like, missed that apart. Yeah, introduce people. Yeah, so I'm going to do that now. All right, go ahead. Uh, So I'm the daddy, so yeah, nice to... What I'd like to say about the daddy is, his real name is Stu,
3: and he hosts the show, and he edits the show too. That's true. That's my opinion about that. Does it? Well, I'm glad glad you got that out there. Uh, I uh, say something about
1: everything. Do you feel better that you got that off your chest? I'm just letting people know. I'm not going to be silent this week. Okay. Okay. Um, we also have Chinny here. Hello. There you go.
3: His real name is Michael Chin. No, false. False, false, false. Oh, it's Michael Chin. No, He's lying no, to you now, no. people. He's going to tell you his name is Mike, but nobody's name is Mike. Mike. He was born with six arms. Four of them were amputated when he was a baby. That's
1: true. That's that was true. Yeah. true. All right. Yeah. And we've also got Duke. Consolidated
0: International. People making things so people have things to do things to other people with. And thinking (laughs) of more things
3: to do with the stuff we have.
1: Brilliant. (laughs) Yeah,
3: that's George Carlin. You know, it's funny because he did this album called A Place for My Stuff, which is all his weird skits and things. And when you read his autobiography, actually he calls it a sort of biography, Uh, He doesn't really like that album. He's like, oh, I feel like we were phoning it in and doing just a bunch of weird, random things. But they were weird and random, but they were funny. So I've always liked the albums he released in the mid-'80s, but he really didn't like them. So uh, go figure. I was watching George Carlin today, actually. He's awesome. Were you watching a stand-up?
0: Yeah, I was watching some of his stand-up stuff.
3: Which one do you remember?
0: Oh, what was he talking about? Um, About losing things. He was quite young in here. I hate to
3: lose anything because where is it?
0: Yeah, where is it?
3: Yeah, it was just here!
0: I reckon there's a big pile of things. Yeah. Say. Yeah, I was watching that today.
3: Right to the pile. And then you... See, oh, it? there it is. Comes right back to it. I think I started,
0: watching, I started watching some of his stronger stuff, you know, when he's giving on about religion and all that.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he really get, I mean, it was, you know, the mid-90s when he really got... I guess it was the early 90s, because it was the end of the Reagan Bush years, and he really hit his stride about, like, just yelling and... I don't
0: know. Yeah, the thing is though, George Carlin delivers like comedy like it's a radio broadcast. I mean, like like in his later years. Oh sure. He delivers it like line for line, as if he knows. He's reading a script. It's amazing.
3: It's amazing. And he's studied timing so much, and he's really careful with the way he constructs every joke. And yeah, yeah. he knows exactly when the laughs are going to hit. And you watch his
0: younger stuff, like the one when he loses his key, like loses stuff rather. Uh, he, he, he's not as good as it but when he I mean the stuff that he, when he talks about like religion and all this I mean yeah. he, he, it's like he's reading it from a paper it's amazing yeah. does
3: it, and it's clear too that he's thought a lot about it and like there was a there were several phases to his career so he had to like kind of stifle that stuff for a while and then he reached a point in the 80s where he's like you know what I'm sick of stifling myself I'm going to tell my, the audience exactly what I think about all these issues and people hadn't really heard anything like that before so it was a he was trailblazing
1: see and I've never seen this guy at all Oh, my wow. God. You, I know. got to get on the bandwagon, dude. Come I know. On. I'm going to have to now. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like completely not part of this conversation because I've no idea who you're talking about. Well,
3: let us move on to a conversation you can
1: be a part of, and which is incidentally why people have tuned in. Oh, that is true. That is true. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, I've got a question for you. You're an English teacher and all that sort of stuff. question, 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 question time. Because, right, I listen, obviously, as you know, to the Overseas Connection, which is another podcast oh, that, Overseas that Overseas Chini's on. Oh, back.
0: you're the one.
1: So, yeah, yeah, But quite often, Chris and Greg use a phrase which is said differently in the UK. Right? Oh, that's like every phrase, isn't it? Yeah, but this Excuse one's... Doing... Every phrase, innit. Yeah, innit. Like, it, right? But in it? it doesn't make sense, right, because they, they use this phrase, right, when they don't care about something, saying, I could cur less. Yeah, right. uh, they're, they're saying it wrong it should be i couldn't care less because if you could care less it means that you could care less it about probably, it right. yeah exactly and no, they both but, use you know, it, it
3: is, yeah it's i mean it's 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 sort of a um, popular use has sort of dropped the nt off the end but it should be i couldn't care less
1: yes i agree yeah because i listen to it and i think well if you could care less it means that there's less you could care about it so that can't right. be right Exactly. You know, I say I couldn't care any less. You know, I couldn't yeah, care exactly. any less about it. Yeah. Oh, well, I feel vindicated that I am right because I listen to it. Think, well, maybe it's me saying it wrong. <laughs> you know what? I couldn't care less about what you're doing. Yeah, excellent. There you go. See, it does work.
0: Moving on.
3: we right, Stu. Well,
0: I could talk. care less about something else that I care less about.
1: Which is what? What would that be? Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know like,
0: socks? Um, uh, it socks? Like, motivational DVDs. I don't, I don't really care
3: for those. <laughs> yeah. <they're> All <laughs> right. You Carl, talk about that.
0: No. Motivational
3: book. What is this about motivational books? What the hell do you need that for? You're in the store. Well, if you were motivated enough to go to the store, then you're motivated to do that. You don't need the book. Put it back. <laughs> Tell the clerk, fuck you. I'm motivated. I'm going home.
1: Brilliant. Um, Mike, now, you know, as Oh, wow. you haven't played many games, have you, over the last few weeks? You've been a bit gameless.
4: Talking about video games? Yeah. How dare you?
1: You've been a bit now, rubbish. I know, you, I know you pretty
0: well, Stuart, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Now, you've probably planned something to do with
1: what you're talking about right now. I haven't, no, I haven't, as it goes. No, I haven't. I was just making the point. You haven't played, so I'm expecting that. You've played quite a few this week.
0: I've played... Um, I've played a bit. I've played a lot a lot more than I, I have recently. I have played, started, played, and finished a whole game. Really? Yes. Start to end. I'm impressed. Played right. it, I played it in two sittings. Right. One, I wrote the, the hours down because we're supposed to log the hours, but you didn't. But <laughs> no, I, um,
3: I'll explain
1: why in a bit, though.
3: Uh, but just well, wait. Yeah. I'm in, Chinny. It's going to Oh, yeah. Awesome.
1: That's, uh, I'm on the edge of my seat. I know. What nice hey, I, I want to say app-
3: about Stu's gaming journal, or lack thereof, is
0: this. Um, <laughs> I, really I, I played the first session for six hours, and then the second session for five hours, and finished the game oh, in two sittings. So, 11 hours. 11 Hours Long. Mm -hmm. What game is 11 Hours Long released at the tail end of 2011 and featured in the YouTube video that we have of... Portal 2? No.
1: No. (laughs) No, but what's he going to be? No, I'm trying to think of a game that we feel he should have played, but... Assassinations. I don't think Duke is trying very hard, to be honest. (laughs) Sure I am. Batman Arkham City. pulling
3: up a list of video games from 2011. No, no. I maybe. can't even think about trying to log in my dot, xbox.com. Account. I'm not going to do that. Well it was a PS three game then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Adventures of Tin Tin. Maybe. King of Fighters thirteen. Is it a PS three exclusive? Uh, well, why would I be playing it on the PS3 one? No, I guess it is Sonic maybe. Generations. But then it's not infamous too, because that came out in the middle of last year, isn't it? So it's, Correct. So it's not Medieval Moves Deadmans. I tell you what, oh, no.
0: you should be Cole Phelps, Stuart.
1: Why is it that? No, because no. your next question is going to be, "What the hell's wrong with you? Why are you lying to me?" Thing. I mean, the only Resistance Three, Uncharted Three, Uncharted Three, of course. Bang, be the
3: Tell me I'm not I, trying hard. Shut yeah. up. I'd forgotten. Oh, I've
1: played home. I'd forgotten you haven't played it, so yeah. Uh.
0: I have started playing and finished on Shorted Three.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I wanna say that this game is fantastic. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Maybe it's because I haven't played a game for six years, but I I really enjoyed it. Um But I have a few problems with it. There are some issues with it. Um it didn't feel as polished... You played this, too, right? I have. I'm finished, yeah. didn't feel as polished as other... un as, as Uncharted 2. Do you I, mean, don't,
3: I,
1: I don't, don't know where... The, the platforming doesn't feel as good in certain parts, especially the end. Yeah, the end... Do you mean the end? End. In, I mean the end, yes. Yeah, I guess, but the... Well, it's interesting because... And this is sort of a spoiler, but not, I guess, but we complained about the boss fight at the end of the second one didn't we, we went, oh, it would have been better if it had been a bit like la- i've got, got no
0: problem with what i've got no problem with the end in right but i've got a problem with like the platforming at the you know i just think that it, it it's not as finely tuned as uncharted 2 i didn't feel like i had a good perception a good camera angle maybe of where drake was in comparison to where he should
1: be jumping to or wherever. I don't um, I remember having too much of a problem with the platforming. Mean, I must admit, I never—I don't ever remember thinking, "God, this is a bit crappy" or "this is hard work."
0: maybe it's me. but the, yeah. there are some moments in the game, uh, without going into spoilers, that are fantastic. Oh yeah, uh, sure. I, I think um, when when you get to—I like, mean, you know—it's a shame because we've all been spoiled with the trailers and such. You know, so when I saw Spoiler. that the plane, that the plane moment was going to come. I'm not spoiling anything. But, but you know, know like this this when the plane moment was gonna come, I was like, Wow, you know, this is the bit where it's the plane. But the bit after the plane bit is even better, I thought. I thought it was great. Um so well paced. Um and,
1: and they have uh, they don't have as much weird shit in this one. <laughs> do you know what, well. do you know what was funny? But just just going quickly back to the plane beat. Obviously in the demo video of that showing it happening. It's almost like a movie, and hes, he's like does a bit where he sort of kisses goodbye, and then he's on the plane, pretty much, isn't he? You know what I mean? In the actual game, between that point and the actual plane bit, is massive, isn't it? It's got all this stuff you have to do first before you get anywhere near the plane. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, it's it's pretty good, I—I I, I love the part after the plane. You know the very yeah yeah uh, the very slow walk, and I just I just love that. Um, the thing is that, like, there's not as much weird shit in this game, like you know, like zombies or whatever. Uh, like there was in one. Uh, and, and, you know, the kind of weird shit that is in this game I quite liked. You know, like, it's like a weird like dark gun. It's pretty at the start, so it's like it's, it's not too bad. Um, That's cool. I do feel like they jumped the shark at one point towards the end, Stu. You probably know what I'm talking <laughs> there's a, about.
1: There's a bit they do at the end which is a little bit like the end of Dead Space 2, in a way, which where they could have... Being a bit braver, really, and then seem yeah. to They, they seem to have, they to have like, copped out a little bit. Yeah, they did. Um, and I would have much preferred the horrible thing, as horrible as that sounds.
0: Well, yeah. I'll we, give we it a We won't go into it, but, like, it, it feels... The, 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 the way they dealt with something in the end, Yeah, um, it felt like a cop-out. And they could have done something a lot... They, they could have done the exact same thing could have happened, but handled it differently. You know? Um, we can talk about this at the end or something. Yeah. A spoiler. Right. Well, the brief, brief spoiler about uh, Uncharted Three at the end, but overall, I think um, Uncharted Three is great. I think that it's uh, it's it's up there pretty much with all the games that came out this year. I think I enjoyed two more, but it's a very close race. And more, I think about it look, when I finished Uncharted Three, and I was like, "That's brilliant! That's fantastic!" I posted it back, and then I regret posting it back because I thought, like, "Actually, I, I wish I could play that again because uh, it's so memorable." There's so many so many scenes in Uncharted that are just stick in your mind. You know what I mean? Like it's, uh, you know, Duke, you play a game, right? And you play a, a reasonably, I don't play... Kind of, uh, you play a reasonably average game, right? And yeah. you look, like, so, sometimes you watch a movie you, you watch it, and you just forget it. You know what I mean? You enjoyed it or you thought it was okay. And you just poosh, yeah. gone. Right. It, Uncharted doesn't have this problem. You know, it's so, it's so good. at just kind of, imprinting those those I scenes think, into your mind I
1: was going to say I think what what uncharted does brilliantly well is the art direction and and even just the framing you know when near the beginning of uncharted three when you're on the the rooftop in London and you can see the London skyline like yeah. it's like it's like something you really remember because it's so well executed you know and it looks like the London skyline you know and it's
2: like I was, I was, very clever I, I think
1: that
0: they, they, they constantly come up with fantastic places to climb yeah. as well you know like there's, you know we've again we've been sport with this with in trailers but there's you know things on a boat and the, actually the thing in the trailer where you know every all the water was coming in is probably the least interesting part of that you know all all the stuff
1: before it is, is like, you know when it's yeah it but, on its side and everything yeah true it's, it's but very, after the water thing that is the perspective of everything changes doesn't it which is good. yeah and it's
0: it's brilliant it's yeah. like, it's you know, when it's all on the side and yeah. you are using doors differently, it's very good. Bill, um, you know
3: I realized? Sorry to interrupt, but we need a game that has the sort of open world RPG thing like Skyrim, go anywhere, you know, do anything, and a climbing mechanic like uh Uncharted or Assassin's Creed. Good. I think that I think that will awesome. come. Because that's ridiculous in in Skyrim. You know, you're this super stealthy assassin, whatever. You come to a boat, you have to go around to you can find the gangplank or something. You no, know, I should be able to climb onto the boat. I, th- I think that will
0: come, you know, as well. Because, you know, if if, if at Reckoning, Kingdom of whatever it's called, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's basically gone. Why don't, why don't RPGs have good combat? You know, yeah, that's yeah. what that game probably started from. And what you're saying, Duke, is probably the evolution of that. It's like, why... Why, why are RPGs are you 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 so robotic? You know why are you just just this yeah. guy? You should be I mean,
3: even battle, should... Since you bring it up, there's you know you're on a little cliff two feet above where you want to be. You have to get to one particular spot to hop down off the cliff. That's just dumb.
1: I think yeah. I think the problem is it's that what an RPG is or what someone's interpretation of an RPG is, and those things aren't in it. So I when you know. yeah, it's it's well, becoming this hybrid. Well,
0: yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't buy that really. I don't buy that because a, a game
1: can still be an RPG and you can still climb around shit. Uh, yeah, but then is is not sort of Assassin's Creed a little bit like that? I mean, it's it's more yeah, open it's world.
3: World, I mean, well, it's an open environment, but that's different from being an open world. And,
1: well, it depends how big you, you know, want your world to be. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. Because yeah, Skyrim-sized world. Yeah, but, but sort of Brotherhood was a big world? Once it all unlocked, it was quite a big world to go around in. But yeah, but then you've got to, there's you, not much to do. I mean, there's stuff. To, no, no, no. Let me take that back.
3: It's not that there's not much to do. It's just that it's not. It's all in one direction. Like there, there isn't the kind of freedom and adventure that you it's have. A, in it's a sandbox Sky game. Yeah, it's, it's, you know,
1: it's I it's, think the trouble good. is you've got to sort of take, do you want a focused story? Because, to be honest with you, the Skyrim story is there, but it's not really the main focus of the game, is it? No, it's not.
3: You have a bunch of different stories, whereas Assassin's Creed is organized around yeah. one story, yeah.
1: And, to be honest, I wish they had written a better story. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. But, I guess that's what you've got to try and find the balance between, isn't it? A good, a good story with some action and sort of adventure in it, or, do you no, want I think you've got off the point now. I think what Duke's getting at really is why
0: do, that ma- why, why are the characters in RPGs that you play as shit at moving around the environment? <laughs> that is true. You know, oh, because I
3: wouldn't the, call them shit, but they're they're limited.
0: Yeah, they're, they're limited, and in in RPGs that preceded that, you know, turn-based combat was
3: there because they couldn't do real-time combat, yeah. right? Regardless of how, so people, how genius. It's just valuable in its own right. We should preserve this. Oh wait, no, they didn't. They just made it into this stupid thing, and then they added stuff for Final Fantasy. God. Well, so, let,
1: let me put this to you though, right you, you You sort of say you know you'd like a character about games because now we're having a different discussion.: Well, yeah, true, it does not matter, does it? But yeah, I mean it's like you, you're saying about Skyrim but. Part of that character, you can, you know, if you hop around enough, you eventually jump higher, don't That's you? That's stupid. It shouldn't be hop around.
3: It <laughs> should be I can reach up a foot above me on this mountain crag no, and dude, pull dude, myself no. up.
0: See, until you play Uncharted, right? Um, you'll realise that in the first two hours, you do
1: jump a lot. Like yeah. you have to jump two hundred times in a row uh, to <laughs> jump. Higher. But That's the other <laughs> part of the game, the other thing you've got to think about, and this is. All those climbing points are programmed into the game. So when oh, you're yeah. when you're climbing up any building or anything, it's programmed in where you can climb, where yeah. your hand's going to go next. If you yeah, take, we don't. That doesn't have to always be the case. It doesn't. But they can make a mountain, and they're like every five feet you have a climbing. Yeah, spot. but then the problem with that, it wouldn't look natural. You'd just be climbing no, on no, the no, same. side. great, does it? It does. But again, those are all predetermined climbing points, and those buildings. Yeah, so they a can lot
0: do of, it in an RPG.
1: But it's a much bigger, massive world with different oh, types deterred, of- Stu, I don't think that's a big obstacle for... I think, uh, think you probably find it's more of an obstacle than you think, and that's why they don't do it. There's a, there's a, there's a developer next to me. Can you do it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go, do it. Thank right, you, you,
0: developer.
3: Go. We appreciate your insight. Right. So, the end of that conversation... Is what, what's that you guy worked it,
0: on? What, you, what have you worked on? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Alright, All right. thank so, you. Pleasure.
3: Stay tuned for um, more exclusive interviews on the veteran gamers.
0: Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. What's your next game? Oh, it's bluff Right, brilliant. Um Is it open world? Right, he doesn't know. So the, the, the end of this conversation is the end of this conversation is Uncharted Three is very good. Yeah, <laughs> Yes. So it's a good game. If you're thinking about renting it or buying it, I would rent or buy it. Please Actually, I
3: rented it. it two weeks ago. It's been sitting on my shelf.
1: Oh, dear. You play it. Yeah, you just play it. I yeah, it.
3: I'll
1: uh, there it. is
0: one thing about Uncharted that I will finish on. Uh, there's a British character in it who doesn't die. That doesn't make a change. Um, however, he does fucking disappear for no reason. Like, at the he's end... disappear because he... he's going to betray Drake! No, he's disappeared he because he never, ever comes back. <laughs> right? And the first half of the game, he's like a big part, he's a new character. I was like, oh, is he a traitor, is he not? Right. Now, and then he just goes, what happened to that I'll guy? See. I don't know.
1: Do you know, I never thought about that, but you're right. <laughs> never see him again. No, I didn't even notice. I was like, what happened to that? He was quite cool, I liked him. Um,
0: Fantastic stuff. Well done, Naughty Dog. So, I've also played uh, the Darkness demo. Finally. Finally, um, first thing I wrote down in my notes was that's a bright loading screen for a game called The Darkness. Because <laughs> <laughs> the loading screen is completely what, and I know it's that contradictory. Um, <laughs> and also, w- when The Darkness comes out of him, right, and I was like, Bleh! right, two massive demons sticking out your back, right. If, if, Stu, if you walked to me, right, yeah, yeah, and you had massive demons coming out your bag, and you had like a hole sticking out your hand, and like, do you think I would say anything about that, or do you think I'd just kind of tell you to carry on?
1: It would depend on had you seen it before. Yeah, well,
3: that's the th- And all these Underworld guys, they know who you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. But, like, he, I mean, it just... Because it hasn't been
0: out of... The, this darkness hasn't been out of... Um, This dude for quite some time. Yeah, but they know about it, though, don't they? I know, but like maybe, like, you know, how often do you see something
3: like that? You know, at least just give me a every day, all the time, all the time. Kids today, man, they got weird stuff going on. Uh Piercings are out. Piercings are old now. The new thing is to have demons in your hands.
1: Yeah, it also depends on how much acid you've taken.
3: That that helps.
0: Shit's crazy on the streets. (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) picture of me. Like at least just say, Well, that's odd. You know, at <laughs> least. Um But using those arms uh is a lot of fun. And as gory as that game is, it is it is very it's a, it's a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. And it really made me want to play The Darkness One
1: again. So I think I might Do you know uh, as gory as that game is though, I played a game this week that's much more gory and I'll get onto that when I'm talking about my games. Smooth the movie movie the game is Yeah. No No, The Darkness is great. I really enjoyed it. it. reminded me of a game called Thirteen. Do you remember this? I do remember Thirteen. Yes, I uh, do. That was like a first person sort first of, first of shell like comic,
0: Yeah, shell shading. One of the very first... Like, it was. Shell I remember that. Book. And when you shoot people, it used to say, um, in various, you know, in Borderlands
1: when it has numbers. It it used so to have numbers. Have like, didn't used to have like kapow and stuff like, like that? kapow.
0: Yeah, Brilliant. I do remember Brilliant. that. Like, exactly like a comic book. The presentation was top notch. Um... I enjoy that game. And I'm going to enjoy the darkness, I think. So, um, yeah. And at the very end of the demo, there's like this evil guy that wants the darkness out of you because you have to wheel it out or whatever. And, like, you're in this room, you're stuck in this room with three dudes, two generic ones, one boss. You kill the generic guys, obviously, because, you know, they're extras. And then this guy, I mean, you kill these two extras instantly. You know what I mean? Like, dead. Whatever. <laughs> like, see ya. Then he's like, he walks, he stands at the door, and he's like, right, well, um, I'll be back for it later. I won't ask for it so nicely. And uh, my mother's in the car, so I better get to it soon. Oh, you're a bit tired. I'll help you up later. But I will be back. I won't be so nice. Oh, and um, Julie said she'll call you at three uh, because there's, there's a thing on the thing. So I'll see you and later. Right, bring bye. Bring
1: those DVDs back to the shop. It was... It was almost like a hooded claw moment, wasn't it? So,
0: like, <laughs> why, why didn't he just go... Oh, because... <laughs> why did he, at that point, just go... <laughs> head off, <laughs> yeah, dead, exactly.
3: right, Cause, game cause over. Tr- and he wants to know more.
0: Yeah, whatever. So, um, that Where... was a bit stupid. It's kind of like... It's, it's, uh, it's like movie logic, I guess, you know what I mean? Like, you, you forgive it a little bit. Uh, because you want to play... Yeah, Brilliant. I will tell you all my plans before I kill you and hang you from a from a a very weak platform.
3: So, Mister Bond, talk. No, I
1: I don't expect uh, anything
3: from you except to die and be a very cheap funeral. Um.
0: So, those are the video games that I've played.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yes. Kind of cool. Kind of cool. Over to you, you. What have you been up to then?
0: I don't understand motivation tapes motivation books. What happened here? Suddenly everybody needs to be motivated. It's a fairly simple thing. Do you want to do something or you don't? What's the big mystery? Besides, if you're motivated enough to go to the store to buy a motivation book, aren't you motivated enough to do that? So you don't need the book. Put it back. Tell the clerk, fuck you. I'm motivated. I'm going home. I'm going home.
3: There he is, George himself. All right. I'm going to start with a few things about iPhone games because I've been playing some and people are like,
1: I can't play any. Did you you finally get a new one then?
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. I found some game developers who aren't scared of anything that came out before last uh, year. Oh, okay. <sighs> like, we need more stuff in the world. Anyway, um, Tiny Village is fun, but you have to have an internet connection, which is stupid. Because oh, it's you- a strategy game. Well, you've got an internet connection, haven't you? I know, but not at school. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, Anyway, Trainyard Express is really awesome. I really recommend people check out Trainyard Express. It gets pretty hard. At the end, but it's a really fun game. Like, you basically build these little train tracks in order to get, you know, like you have a red train and a blue train, and you have to get them to the red docking station and the blue docking station. But sometimes you have to combine the red and the blue train to make one purple train. And that's pretty cool because that's a different twist on it. And then other times you have to sort of have them cross paths, but then keep going, so you end up with two purple trains. So ooh, it's really ooh. an interesting series of twists that you have to put it together, and I really hold like on, it. On, hold on, Dick. Um, the developer in the room wants to say something. What was that? <laughs> oh, did
0: you? Oh, yeah, what did you do Stun? for it?
3: Thank you what for you, making is, that game, because
0: it's awesome. I just want to
3: know what he did for you. Uh, you saved it. Uh, so, I didn't know they had a special person to just press save when they were done with the game. I
1: I'll just it. Oh, he printed it. He printed it off or whatever he said. He printed it off. So I feel like I feel like we're, do, we're podcasting with Carl Pilkington at the moment. Oh, right. <laughs> Sounds like he's in the room. Also played a game called Doodle Fit, which is fun.
3: Uh, if you think okay, it's like Tetris-style pieces that you're working with, but instead of just having them drop endlessly, you have a certain number of them, and you have to fit them into a particular shape. So it might be you know a big square, and you have to get them all to fit correctly, and there's only one way to do it, obviously, Uh, it's interesting. It's a nice little, uh, you know...
1: So it's like a take on a tangram.
3: It is. It is exactly a tangram game. Mm -hmm. And then the other one I've been playing, is called Helsing's Fire. This one's really cool. The aesthetics on this one, Stu, you should try Helsing's Fire, because the aesthetics are really good. It's like like a 19th century British, kind of Sherlock Holmes type of aesthetic. Kind of woodcut looking artwork. And it's a puzzle game you have a, a light source that you can place anywhere on the screen and there's boxes in the way and you have to make the light shine on all these rats or occasionally there's like skeletons or whatever it is. And then once you have the light in position, uh, you press the red tonic and all the red monsters disappear. Now, if there's also a blue tonic and later on I assume there will be different colors as well. If you press the blue tonic uh, on a red monster, he'll get a, red, he'll get a blue shell around him. So you have to make sure you're only shining the light on... The, the red monsters is when you press the red tonic, and then the blue monsters is when you press the blue tonic. So it's a really interesting, you know, it's a simple concept, but, you know, you add a few layers on. But the thing I really like about it is it lets, you know, it gives you the idea of the game, and then it gives you like four or five levels to just sort of get used to that concept. And then it adds in the element of, okay, now here's another color to, for you to deal with. And then you have, like, four or five levels to do that. So it doesn't keep rushing you. I hate when puzzle games keep throwing new elements into the mix constantly. It's, it's, it's well-paced, this game is.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the trouble is there is a lot of puzzle games on there. There's, there's all sorts of I games.
3: i sure to tell people which ones are the good ones.
1: Yeah. And that's a good one. Okay.
3: okay. Play it. I'll I will play
1: it. Go. I'll play it.
3: All right. Demos. I played two demos. The Mass Effect 3 demo.
1: Okay, what did you think?
3: Oh uh, yeah. Um I liked it. I was I was pretty happy with it. Uh I didn't it didn't really blow me away uh because it felt like more Mass Effect, which is fine. It's exactly what I wanted. And um I don't know, I thought the graphics sometimes some of the graphics and maybe this was true about Mass Effect 2 as well, but it feels like the the some of the textures on the faces seem a little weird. Like there's some sort of plastic or wetness to some of the faces.
1: Uh wow. I don't know. what a, a minor, minor aesthetic detail I know, about. yeah, what's that what's
4: that with you, Duke. Stuart, Stu- please stop whining about minor aesthetic details. Yeah, I know. Can um, I can I ask
1: you, what did you what did you think about the very melodramatic bit at the beginning of the or towards the beginning of the demo, I guess. With I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was very well staged, you know, trying to it's elicit to
3: make you have a certain emotion, you mean? Yes. Yeah. I actually thought that was pretty good. I mm. forgot you said that. And then I, you know, I played it, I'm like, oh, that was pretty good. Now, it's, it's kind of a cheap trick. Like, it's clear that they're just trying to wrestle your emotions from you, but uh, I think that it worked for me. It was all right. It was all right. But for me, it was just, it was like... You knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah, it was <laughs> too <laughs> obvious. <laughs> yeah, I, it, I thought that, because here's the thing, Bioware, sometimes those things work out, and you can do the right thing, and sometimes it doesn't. And you, it just, everything goes wrong. Like when, sorry, this is a spoiler for uh, Dragon Age 1.
4: Warning, warning, warning.
3: When Morrigan runs off, like that was totally unexpected and it totally pissed me off. And so I think there, but, but it's not always like that. Sometimes you take a risk and you try to help someone and it works. So I think Bioware, I never know what to expect with Bioware. I guess I should have been cynical and thought, oh, this is going to happen. But I didn't. And that's to BioWare's credit, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not a, it wasn't a massive criticism, but it was—it it, it almost felt like it was done with a sledgehammer. You know what I mean? There was no subtlety yeah, about it. it. Yeah. Massive criticism.
3: Maybe <laughs> maybe they could have had two things like that, and one of them didn't work out, and one of them did.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a little yeah, bit too
3: subtle. Yeah, yeah it, it really is. Um, but whatever. I mean, they don't have so much time to work with in a demo, and they were trying to do a lot with the demo, so. Uh, I I see what you're saying. I just, it didn't happen to... You know, are there guns in the demo? Yeah, there are <laughs> definitely guns. A main character is a girl. And there's a girl
1: cool. Krogan. That was pretty funny. Oh, do you know what I forgot to, to say? A girl about... Krogan. Hang on. Well, obviously... Hang on. I haven't stopped trying to
3: picture it. girl <laughs> Krogan.
1: Yes, there is a girl.
0: Hang on, hang on, hang on.
1: <laughs> there is.
3: And this is the first female Krogan we've ever had any interactions with, isn't it? Yes. Hang on. Hang on. That's just girl Rick Krogan!
1: <laughs>
3: yes. Right. She's, very,
1: she's very grouchy. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's
3: that time of the year. Yeah. Does Crogans have a yearly menstrual cycle? So. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, I want, what I was going to say is, obviously Rex is in the demo, isn't he? Rex is my awesome. Rex. Oh, wait, you kill Rex? He was dead. He was dead. So oh. I won't see him when I play the game because he was, he's obviously not in my game. <laughs>
3: Ow! Oh, no, you justified this on the Overseas Connection, didn't you? Like, because didn't Primrose say that his Liara was dead or something?
1: Yeah, it's weird when you play the demo with characters that are, are dead in your game because obviously. It's he, like
3: Star Wars when yeah. the
1: ghost Obi Wan Kenobi's there and he's like. You, and you I know. love Rex and I was really upset when he died, but you I just thought. You didn't love him that much. No, well, I just didn't have a high enough speech when it happened. What? So you I couldn't. Have been in front of the laser gun. Yeah, I, well, I couldn't. There's nothing you could do. Oh, it oh, just oh, happened. Oh, just but what I, what, I, what I would say is, I just thought that was how it was. So I didn't really think until someone said to me, no, 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 you can, if you've got enough high enough right. speech. And I was like, no. Yeah. Hold the game again? Yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> no. I'd have liked to have brought him
3: back, but, you know, I didn't. But it was that's cool. Mass Effect 3 to feature necromancy. And you can have a zombie <laughs> Rex, like yeah. reanimated.
1: But I got what's it? I got the other the other Rex alike out of uh, the second. Yeah, set. he's not as cool as the real Rex. He isn't. He isn't. I
0: think he, um, Rex doesn't do a lot in two anyway. He just it's about. Yeah. He's
1: just, just like yo,
0: I'm Rex. Remember me? Yeah, cool. Well, I'm king of this fucking town now. That's it.
1: That's all he does. <laughs> it's not <laughs> all he does. Spoilers from it. two. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I thought I, I'm with you. I thought it was cool. Yes. Yeah. Uh let's see what else. Um
3: the graphical detail makes the movement a little janky in spots, but I I think that's a consequence of them putting so much on the screen and it's very impressive how much they have on the screen. There was one moment where I was trying to get into a building and they're like, "We got to find a way in here." And then the Reapers happen to just blow a hole in the building. What a coincidence. What luck. What good fortune. Thank you, Reapers.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you all. It's a little when, silly. When luck
3: comes it. your way. Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know. Finish that saying off. I don't know. Um, the sandwich. I'm yeah, looking yeah. at a sandwich.
3: Like yeah. on The Simpsons when Bart's like, come on, at least you can't stop halfway through this campaign. It would be like an expert knot tire giving up while tying a big knot. Would you stop looking at your shoelaces? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I must say that I really like fighting Cerberus instead of working with them because I hate Cerberus. I always hated him. I never trusted any member of Cerberus. The woman was a jerk and a skank. And so now that I'm fighting Cerberus, I'm like, yeah, bring it on. I want to kill more Cerberus people. Do
1: you know what, though? It's not. Like, oh, it's not. I'm like, not being funny, right? But <laughs> would you would you ever trust a dude with robot eyes who sits in the dark most of the time smoking a cigarette? I mean, really? I'll tell you what. If it was <laughs> Martin Sheen, yes. <laughs> you, you would never trust him in a million years, would you? It was Carl Yeah. Uh, Whatever uh, Martin Sheen oh, says oh, goes.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Because even he hey, you go to us? A... They're
3: just willing to work with them. But I was never, I was never happy about oh, it. I'm yeah, like, but he uh, too like he, they did save his life. Yeah, so. oh, sure. Yeah, sure. but only
1: to meet their ends. Of I
3: don't. Course, yeah, but I, don't, I don't. The thing is that it was a temporary alliance for the sake of you know. Look, you don't want to be li- obliterated as a species. I don't want to be obliterated as a species. Let's not get obliterated together. And it was I like, All I right, we'll do that.
0: I don't care who saved your life, even Hitler brought you back from the death you, 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 from the dead you
3: you'd still feel like well I, I, I should at least clean his room or something. I don't know. I feel bad <laughs> bring him back to life. I don't understand because I'm a Jew, and why would you bring a Jew <laughs> back to life? You must have some weird plan happening going on here
0: <laughs> that is true yeah, but, you know at least like make him a sandwich or something you know <laughs> I'd make him a
3: cyanide sandwich I was gonna say. He learn. <laughs> Uh, anyway, well, I also I played mean, the Warp, you warp Demo.
1: You played oh, the warp, Sorry.
3: Talk about Hitler zombies. I
0: was going to talk about Stalin, but Hitler's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: No, I don't care. I'm choking I'm on my drink. Shut the hell up. Warp Demo. I played the Warp uh, Demo. Warp oh, demo. Warp Now, Now, interestingly, I think this is potentially more gruesome than The Darkness 2. It's so weird because I was <laughs> like...
3: Oh, it's a cute little game about a little <laughs> egg-shaped fellow. Oh my God, he's in guy—he's in that guy's body, and he's rocking back and forth, and the dude explodes. What the hell is that? Yeah,
1: the exploding, just like so gruesome, like the head rolls around and the arm flies off, and uh, it's brilliant. I was like what the hell? I, know, I loved it. <laughs> it's
3: it's. It's a very unusual game, because it, it looks, from the the way it's marketed, and the screenshots and everything, it looks like a cute... It looks like Ilo Milo. Imagine Ilo Milo <laughs> getting inside a guard and blowing his head up.
1: Do you know what's interesting, though? Against the wall. It almost has that sort of naughty burr appeal about it, because it's some dude who you don't really know who it is telling you to do stuff. Going on... Well, You do this. (laughs) I know. I've I've got an affinity with you. Why don't you get inside that person and make them explode? (laughs) Yeah,
3: really. It's really kind of twisted the way that it's – I mean, it's a cool concept. Like, I don't know. Are there other games like this where you can warp through walls and then you get inside of barrels and things, and it's all about just you know trying to be undetected, but then as soon as you are detected,
1: you get inside the person, you blow them up. Now, um, I believe, when the game comes out, there's an achievement, I, I believe, for not killing anybody by just sort of doing it all stealthily and not getting caught by when, anyone.
0: I guess I, what else,
3: you, I'll never get ever. Yeah.
0: When when you said that he's another game, like, I think Viva Pinata is like that, to be honest.
3: Yeah. But... You people. I don't
1: know about you, though, but I felt... A, a sort of a little bit bad when I did the, to the scientist dudes, you know, who were completely out. Oh, they were wait, man, me. they're
3: trying to experiment on you. Who knows what kind of? I know they that, well, when they're kneeling on the floor, go, don't hurt me, don't hurt me. And you go inside the man. That's the moment when you strike. <laughs> yeah, but I felt a bit bad. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. That's that's. I always feel weird
1: killing civilians and. I was I was fine. I was fine with the gun dudes, you know, because they're trying to kill you, so I'm fine killing them. But I still did it, but felt bad about it afterwards. Yeah. Because it is pretty gruesome, isn't it? You know, it, is, it leaves a stain. <laughs> Ouch. But I thought the puzzling was quite clever. You know, the way you'd sort the, of...
3: The, the bonus levels, that was kind of weird. The challenges, like, suddenly you can fall off the edge of this challenge and stuff. And it's like, I don't know. I found that really
1: difficult. And I was
3: like, after two thought, tries, like, you oh, know what, I don't care I about I thought
1: this. what was kind of cool was the sort of, you know, the... Aesthetic with having the little leaderboard popping up every now and again. So when i would yeah. sort of killed 40 people, he said, like, you've just overtaken whoever <laughs> on your friends list for killing the right. most people. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, and then the same applied to the challenge levels. You know, I had the... I mean, that, that first one, it's like the fastest time that was on mine was 12 seconds. And I was like, it took me like 32 or something ridiculous. Oh, sure.
3: Yeah, it's right. pretty ridiculous. Um, But uh, the thing that really bugs me about it is that at a certain point, it's about reflexes, and and, and I, I get so irritated with puzzle games where it starts off with just you get the concept, and you have to just sort of figure out what to do, and then they put a clock on it, or they put someone chasing you, and suddenly it's not, a, not just a question of how to figure out what to do, but
1: you also have to beat the clock, or you have to have your reflexes really Well, it, it was also, and what I found, I'm, I'm absolutely with you, I didn't really enjoy that bit at all, because... I had to. It was only when sort of after I'd been killed that I realized the direction I had to go in. So each time I did it again and again and again, and, and each time got oh, yeah. that
3: wall. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's so annoying. I'm, I'm I, 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 I wonder if anybody
3: ever. Nobody's going to do that on the first try. So it's a matter of die trial and error. Bit die, figure out the next little bit, and it's just it's repetitive and boring at that point. So. Yeah, that frustrated me.
1: Um and, war... and, sorry, I was just gonna say and there is only one way to go. It wasn't like there was multiple different ways you could, you know, yeah. survive that part.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh Gears of War 3 Play Day. That was fun. We had some good times with that. And I realized I forgot to say it on last week's podcast. So I don't know, maybe I should announce ahead of time what people are gonna be playing. Uh uh maybe not uh anyway uh stu Leck showed up skx nemesis dave 150771 master zulu combat chinos and combat chinos hadn't had the game for a while he had never i don't know if he was the one who had never played it online but somebody had never played it online and we were all like dude you got to play it uh g monk influenza and stick man showed up for a little bit so that was cool thanks to everybody who showed up for that a lot of good times uh we were kind of owning the team, and then Influenza showed up, and he really brought the other team back from the grave, and that was pretty cool. So we had some really close games there, and, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Thanks for coming by, everybody. And, uh, yeah, next week's play date is going to be Battlefield 3, and I know G4TE's T doing, like, two for Tuesday, playing Battlefield 3 all the time, so I don't know. Maybe we're stealing some of their thunder or piggybacking on their success with that game, but it's a good time so come play Battlefield 3 with us next Sunday the 26th of February and then the last thing i'm playing is Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning
2: ah oh my
3: god i love this game it's um not as good as Skyrim okay. but it's really good and the fact that i'm saying it's it's not quite as good as Skyrim is wow. a good wow. sign because it's really it's engrossing I'm taking missions that I don't agree with just because they're there, and that's frustrating, but that's true in Skyrim. That's true in most games, you know what I mean? Like Especially games of the morality system, but a lot of different missions to go on. You should be able to say, like, I'm not going to do this mission, and then it's just not ever offered to you again or something, you know what I mean? But in this game, anybody who has a mission to offer has a little exclamation point above their head, and it shows up on the map as an exclamation point if there's a mission there. So if I don't take the mission, he will forever be there with the exclamation point and it'll just bug me. Like, oh, there's a mission I should do right there. But yeah, I feel yeah. it's wrong to do that mission.
1: So it's like, ah, what a quandary. Can I can I ask you so? I mean, you've said it's not as good as Skyrim. So what makes it not as good? For instance, the lock picking
3: is sort of like Skyrim. I don't know if you remember from the demo, but like you have a little lock pick in the thing and then you move a slider just like in Skyrim. But the mechanic is a lot worse. And, you know, in Skyrim, when you're lockpicking and you're about to break the lockpick, it'll shake. And you have to, like, oh, back off, let go of the controls, you know. In this one, like, it's a nanosecond before it breaks. You get any wobble at all. So it's really hard to tell where the thing's supposed to go unless you're willing to break some lockpicks. And it's just like, eh, no, that's not very well designed. Um, It's uh, the story's good. Uh the 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 world is much less open and so it feels more linear in that sense which is okay that's not a problem but it's just it's more arcady you know what i mean skyrim is a world that feels so vivid and deep and this world doesn't really feel that deep the stories are probably better on the whole and they're certainly more uh simple in the way they're communicated to you so in that sense i enjoy uh, getting into a new mission because I don't feel like I'm going to have to like puzzle to figure out, like okay, what's going on? Who are all these people they're referring to? Um, like I say, I keep saying R.A. Salvatore is one of the writers on this game. it's all, He's a really good writer, um, so I think he did a really good job on this game, but those are some of the things that I think are less impressive than Skyrim. Um, but something that is better than Skyrim is the loot management system. I didn't really appreciate this in the demo. I don't know if it was really well fleshed out in the demo, but here's the thing. You know how some games you can compare, like okay, you open a treasure chest and you find a new sword, right? You can, like in Borderlands, I think they did, where you can push a button and it'll show you the stats of this new weapon you have compared to the one you're using right now. Yeah, it has yeah, that. Yeah. In this game, which is awesome, Skyrim should have had something like that, but it didn't. But the other thing it has, which I think every game needs to have this now, is a junk section of your inventory. So when I'm opening a new chest and i see a okay i got a new sword now how does it compare to the sword i'm using it's not as good press a button it goes into the junk i get to a shop sell all junk boom wow it's awesome it's really that's that such a good it's, idea it's, it's i know it's a really good idea and it should be in like every game where you collect loot you know what i mean yep
1: yeah because otherwise you just end up with an inventory just full of shit Yeah, Um, and and
3: you have to go through it all the time. Yeah, and and it's I mean you know it's not so bad if you only have stuff that you're going to sell, that's not stuff you're using. But as you know, sometimes, like in Skyrim, I have a helmet that allows me to breathe underwater. I don't want to sell that, but I'm not going to wear it all the time, so I need to have it in my inventory, but I don't want to sell it. So the junk system really works well because then you can just put everything you're never going to use into junk and then just sell all the junk all at once. So It's really a good system, and that's something that... I mean, um, I think Torchlight had that. So, you know,
1: it's something yeah, to- I think... Yeah, Torchlight, you could send the dog with all your junk. Right,
3: right. So I think that's something that hopefully is catching on to arcade RPGs. And there's no reason a, a, a sort of more realistic RPG like Skyrim couldn't do that. It's just, uh, they're just going to have to make it happen. Come on, get to work, people. Hey, Chinny, tell your developer to make sure to put that in future games.
0: Can you put that in future games, please?
1: Alright, thank I was, you. I was going to say, I think it's interesting that you used the word more realistic to describe Skyrim.
3: Uh, very <laughs> realistic. Dragons,
1: oh, <laughs> casting spells, why not? But is, it, is, it more, is it more because Kingdoms of Amalur is more like a video game and Skyrim? Yeah, it's arcade it's a little cartoony. I mean, you know, it,
3: whatever. Um, <laughs> once what? you, here's what? something that's annoying. Um, once you accept a quest, the person who gave you the quest will have a blue question mark over the person's head to indicate that you can ask that person a question. Like, if, you, if he says, oh, you need to go find my friend Bob who got lost in this cavern, if you forget which cavern that he told you to go to because you were doing some other quests at the time, you can go back to him and say, hey, where's your friend Bob again? But the problem is, as soon as you accept the quest, the question mark pops up over his head. So I always think, and, and when you start a discussion with him, the question appears as an option in your dialogue tree in blue writing which is different from all the other writing, which makes me think, oh, there's new information there. But it's not new information. It's just a recap of the quest. So I'm like, no, don't do that, man. I think I'm supposed to ask that question every time. And then after the, like, 30th time doing that, I'm like, wait a minute. These people aren't giving me any new information. Only give me a different colored text option
1: if it's new information. But... After the fifth time,
3: detail, I know. after
1: the fifth time, did you not realize that's what was happening? Oh, it took me 30 times.
3: <laughs> you know what that's I mean? But okay? <laughs> well,
1: However, I guess stupid is as stupid does, as he said. There's a few <laughs> yeah, minor things I'm about,
3: but there's awesome things like the junk system. Here's something else that's awesome. Okay, and you'll all relate to this. A lot of times when you need to follow someone, you know, from one place to another, they walk slower than you, Right. Now, I remember uh, seeing a forum where someone asked this question. And there was an actual developer there who said, oh, duh, you have to do that. Because if you somehow get waylaid or you wander off, you need to be able to catch up with them. Okay, that makes sense. But here's the thing. Most of the time, developers make the person you're supposed to follow, it's like he's got a stroke and he's, like, dragging his feet. And he's, like, going, you know, one mile a year. And it's just like, come on, dude, walk faster. I don't need you to go that slow. The nice thing about this game is the person goes slower than you, but it's not much slower. And, like, they're running. So they're like, come on, let's go get that bad guy in the cave. And then they take off, and you really need to sort of catch up with them. It's really cool because it feels like you're not suddenly going at a slow pace, and you don't have to like hop around them, you know, like you do
1: sometimes when you're following someone. You'll just bounce around and come on. Well, come the problem the problem is, as gamers, we have a, a pretty short attention span, don't we? Well, this game recognizes that. <laughs> so <laughs> when like, that happens, you just end up doing stupid stuff, don't you? While you you, you know. shouldn't
3: have time to be like, I'm going to do stupid stuff now. <laughs> it should be like, we got to go to this place, and this game does that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Try and hit so, them or something um, daft.
3: Yes. I didn't realize you could fast travel until I was like 10 or 15 hours in. And I sent CPM a a message because Christopher Matthew, awesome guy, G4TE, um, he was playing it too. And I said, hey, why can't we fast travel? And as soon as I sent that, I realized there's two maps. There's the local map and then there's the world map. And uh, you can travel on the world map by going to a city and pressing fast travel. And I was
1: like, whoops. So as soon as I so said what I like, So what you're saying to us is, right? It took shut 30, up. I'm stupid. Yes. It took you 30 goes to realize the blue writing was a recap. Yes. And that you only realized you could fast travel <laughs> after 20 hours. Hour. You could fast travel.
3: Oh, I'm 20 God. hours in now. This is the amazing thing. I mean, it's not <laughs> that amazing because we're sort of used to this by now. But, man, it's impressive. 20 hours in now, I've seen about one-sixth of the map. I've been to about one-sixth of this world. So that's again, that's impressive, man. Oh, I like you that. are on look a massive RPG
0: replica like binge, like just I am man it's, it's,
3: it's gonna be a big letdown, isn't it? Bastion, I bought when it was on special. I'm gonna go play that and be like, "What? That's it? Ten hours? <laughs> Give me a break!" Oh, oh my, my god, oh, the tutorials!
0: Tutorials uh, it's in the first minute. What the fuck, fuck is fuck the shit? shit?
3: Yes. Uh. Ba-ba-da-ba-da. Yeah, this is annoying. Okay, so and it's a minor aesthetic detail, I guess. But when you go up to somebody and you engage them in a conversation, sometimes they'll be sitting on the ground or facing another direction, so they need to turn toward you or stand up and then turn toward you. The, you. You're in the middle of a discussion then, but it doesn't start right away. So there's this little animation that needs to take place, and then you go into the discussion. It should have a little beep or something on screen should happen to let you know that that's what's going on. Because I keep hitting the A button. I want to start talking to this person now. And I don't realize that, oh, it's about to start. It just had to move around a little bit or something. So that's stupid. There should be a little tiny beep that indicates, yes, you've started a conversation with this person. It will begin in two seconds. Beep. And then when you're scrolling in a big list of things, if you hold down the D-pad to scroll through the things, you know, so you don't have to keep hitting D D D D D D D. It, there's this big delay between when you start holding it down and when the scrolling begins. And it's like, come on, dude. I don't want to wait. I'm a busy man. Let's God, go. It's all
1: waiting. Following someone who's walking really slowly. Oh, waiting for your list. God.
3: Yeah. And then the final thing I'll say, which is another tiny complaint, but it's not a big deal. But it is kind of annoying. You remember how in Skyrim we said that it's so cool that all the dungeons, when you get down to the end of the dungeon, there's some magic door. And then suddenly you're outside again. Yeah. So you have to backtrack through the whole dungeon. Not in Kingdoms of Amalore, there isn't, you. Uh, pretty much every dungeon, you have to go back through the whole thing. Now, they're yeah. not very big, so that's good, but it's kind of annoying to be, you know, at the end of a dungeon, oh, I gotta go all the way back to the beginning, come on, man. That's probably what you'd have to do in real life, though, to be fair. Yeah, but you know what, this isn't real life, it's a video game, man.
1: Come on. Yeah, that is true. Come on, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you don't anyway, want to have to do it. Uh, that.
3: That's the summary of my exciting game experience this past week.
1: I'm done talking about my games this week. Cool. Um, yeah. Well, I've, I've not played a lot this week, so it's not been a good week for my journal, so I didn't bother doing it because I was away this weekend, so I wasn't at home. Uh, you would so, get a biased result if you kept the journal this week. Well, it would have been like I've hardly played anything, really. Uh, but Warp, I played. We've talked about that already. Um,
3: my about Warp is this. Oh, wait, I already gave my opinion
1: about one. But, uh, apart from that, I've only been playing mobile games, so I've been mobile games. Mobile games. And the thing I'm most addicted to at the moment is, without a doubt, Hero Academy. And I cannot stop playing this game. And it's weird, because one game will take possibly two days to play. Yeah, rub it in, Stu. That's good. Uh, on and off, because obviously you just take a move and then you go to work and then you take another move when you come home from work and then you might do a few moves throughout the evening and then you go to bed and you do another move the following morning. And I'm playing with Phil Thie uh, a lot and I've got to say, I've only lost one game against him, so I'm doing pretty well. But he's getting better and he, he's definitely coming up on the... Uh, on my heels now, you know, and he's starting to—he's won the last game, so that was the first game he, he beat me, and he, he he's starting to play a lot better, and I'm... And, but what's interesting, I've been playing him, and sort of beating him, then I'm playing uh, a girl called Jen, who I just sort of did a setup up a random game with her, because you can just, like, search for someone to play with, and then I've been playing with her on and off since last Monday as well, and I haven't won a single game against her. Um. So, yes, although I think I'm good in some respects, and then I'm crap when I play someone who's good. <laughs> you should make Jen play Filthy, and she'll destroy him. Yeah, well, I think Filthy's getting better. That that's, came out wrong, because Filthy's not bad, because that made it sound like he's bad, didn't it? But, oh, it's on. Yeah. Oh, it's on. But he isn't. He's he's getting a lot better, but then he's playing Knight XXL, and he's beating Knight, so it's sort of... It's, it's interesting, but it also depends a lot on what objects or Characters you get given every in between moves, so but it's a, it's such a simple concept for a game, but quite deep with it you know it's it's dead simple, you know, and the, it doesn't give you any hand holding at all. you have to pretty much work out what there is like a little tutorial, but it doesn't really tell you how to play, it does, but not really in any depth uh but there's it's once you get the hang of it it's a really interesting game, and we've had some like as we've gone on, filthy and I we've played because we both. Because I haven't really played since, you know, apart from last Monday. That was the first time I'd started playing, and I'm guessing he's similar. Um, but we're both obviously learning as we go, and the, the games we're playing are getting longer and longer, you know, as it's sort of more to and fro between us. So, And it's also that unknown, because you've no idea what they've got or what move they're going to do until you sort of, you know, look, you know, until you go to take your next move, and it does a, a replay of what they did. And you're like, oh, I didn't even know they had that. You know? So there's always a lot of gambling because you're never really sure whether they've got a health potion or whether they've got a super attack scroll or anything of like that. You're never really sure. But yeah. it's, it is excellent. If, you, you know, if you've got an iPod that can run it, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> oh, I had to do it, didn't I? Sorry. Me, me, me,
3: me, me. But, you know, that reminded me, talking about like it depends on what you get. Uh, that reminded me of a thing that I made real quick. I can post this on the website if people want to see it. Uh, I made a little pie chart recently because I keep losing at words with friends. So I made this pie chart. It's called Why My Friends Always Beat Me at Scrabble and Words with Friends. And here's the breakdown. 3%, I have nothing but vowels. 5%, I have nothing but consonants. 2%, I can't make words on the bonus spots. 95%, I don't know any tiny goddamn words like za and cot, Q-A-T, that no one ever uses in real life. That's why I keep losing.
1: Screw you, filthy. I've got to say, though, it looks terrible that you're an English teacher who can't win at those types of games. You know what? It? That's
3: because it has nothing to do with your vocabulary. My vocabulary is good. I know a lot of goddamn words. But I don't know za. I don't know quat. Because those are not fucking words. <laughs> how do they words. know them? Because <laughs> they ran to a website. One of my friends posted it on my Facebook when I put this picture up. He goes, oh, yeah, you got to go to this website. And it's got this list of all these random freaking two- and three-letter words with all Qs and Zs in them. And I'm like, what the hell? But you see, see it have to <laughs> do with any words you actually
1: know. It has to do with the stupid list you memorize. Well, interestingly though, that it sucks. That's it's a problem. Lie. That's a problem with that game. And also, someone was saying this about Quarrel. Uh, Quarrel pretty much got broken, and you know, in the multiplayer as soon as it, it released Well Live, because what people were doing was sitting there with um, like a laptop open. Get a little app or something. Yeah, yeah there's with an anagram on the in. anagram website, and he was just putting letters in as he came up and just winning yeah, right. every match. See, that's why you can't have fun word games, because people
3: cheat. Yeah. yeah. My so friends this, cheat with that stupid this... website. I hate people! This game
0: didn't quat you, then.
1: <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, that's not the game developer's fault of the game. It's, it's people cheating, <laughs> Does anybody fancy some za? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's oh, brilliant. But
0: no, yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's just a shame. It's a shame that people cheat, because, you know, I'm not saying Filthy's cheating, though. Last offer on the za. You know, Filthy's not cheating, but... Yeah, uh, he is. No, he's not. He's, a, he's, a, he's a, a stand-up guy is Filthy. You know, he's a nice guy. So you should never accuse someone of cheating, not unless you know for certain. Yeah, but I hate him because he's beating me. Yeah, well... That's because you're crap at word games, apparently. 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 But... Apparently. Apart from that, which I'm loving, uh, I have sort of played some more more Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. Oh, brilliant. Can't I, wait to hear more of this. I love it. I love it. And uh, as soon as I got to the end of the, you know, the trial period, it was like, yeah, bye bye, it's fine, I'll get it. So I just bought it. Six ninety nine, so it's expensive. It's expensive. Well as mobile games go. Yeah. But then on the flip side it was thirty quid when it came out on the DS, whenever that was. It's not that. <laughs> You know, fake word. Uh I love it. I just love it. It's, it's a really well, you, interesting. you like it, too. I do. I mean, you know, I listened to, you know, what School Duggarer had to say, you know, regarding it, and he's right. Now, apparently, as well, apparently. I've he... already forgotten what School yeah. Duggarer. Is. it doesn't work as well on. It's, apparently, it's not optimised for the iPad screen. Ah. Uh, it's, it, it's much better optimised for the smaller so screen. So, what he's saying is, he's a dick. No, no. No no. no, no. No,
0: what I got from that is you think School a <laughs> no. dick. No,
1: no, no. That's no. not very nice. That, is that, that, I would never say that. I would never say I'll that. Tell you what, I think he's going to listen to this and be brokenhearted. Yeah. <laughs> I think is nope. really saying that Skulldugger is an upper-class twit because he's got all these fancy electronics to stream. Hey, look have. at me with Spurs. my iPads, is what yeah. you always put I, 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 I would never to. say twit. I might say twat. Well, there you go. Say twit.
0: <laughs> Are you're basically it? saying that Richard... He's all poncy and stupid.
1: Yeah. With his iPads. Yeah, he's yeah, see, he needs a smaller screen. That's the trouble. But uh, he is right. It is very Japanese. And, the you know, the the overall bad guy does look like the baddie out of Sonic. That is that is not, you know, a lie. <laughs> Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, he's, he's got, like, a weird beardy thing going on. He's blue. He's got a blue face. It's weird in this game. All the baddies are blue for some reason. And all the goodies are, like, human it's very weird. It's very weird. So some characters look like normal human people, and sort of the baddies look like weird caric- characters that, That's like Sonic as well.
0: Remember Sonic, the the, the first Sonic that came out for the 360. Sonic's love interest was a
1: human female. Yeah, yeah, it's very weird. What oh, the hell is that a, about? Hook up with a
0: woman, female. What? Human? What does the woman say when, when she when she brings him back up? Like, Ooh, oh Sonic, I think, oh yeah. You know, I think we're really going to work, <laughs> um, darling. Haven't you looked at the problem of, he's a fucking hedgehog? No. No, I'm fucking a hedgehog.
3: <laughs> <the problem. laughs> you're
0: just haters. You can't adapt to the modern world.
3: God, you're you so racist. him like I do. Uh, I can change him.
1: Excellent. I don't know how that's relevant to what we were talking about. But, but yeah, I mean... The puzzles that are in this game are really clever, you know i'm I'm liking how you have to interact with everything to get to where you need to go and and they're really cool and really cleverly done you know and it, it misdirects you quite a few times and it also does some quite cool stuff to show you what you need to do but not what you need to do if that makes any sense so it'll so it shows you what you need to do, but not what you need to do. It, you do the so same thing. You do it, but not exactly but what to with, do. But so how do you know how to do it if you don't know how to do it? It'll let you it do it'll let you do it with uh, a different uh, object, not the one you need to like do with it. Just, just do it. Speaking
3: yeah. of getting on with hedgehogs. Yeah. Do it with a different object. Like this podcast is objects. brought to you
0: by Nike. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. Just do it. Um, a, but
1: yeah, I'm I'm enjoying the story. I like the story. It's really clever. Uh, and I and I love the, you know, you know it's Japanese when you're talking to a ghost dog. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. it makes total <laughs> sense.
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: But Chinny, didn't
3: your developer work on this game?
1: Oh, I on, I on
0: Did you work on this game? No. I wasn't. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought for some reason
3: he had worked on it.
0: I Did you, are you
1: sure? Oh, yeah, he's pretty sure that it wasn't him. And then the other game I played is yet another Japanese game uh, this week. I'm playing lots of Japanese games. I think you're turning Japanese. I am. Oh, no. Japan. I'm turning Japan. Japanese. I'm really turning Japanese. I really think so. Do, 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 do. Anyway. How was that? Turning Japanese, it was a song from sort of... Sorry uh, I asked. Go on. Anyway.
0: I'm turning Japanese. Oh, yes, I'm turning Japanese. Oh, yes, I think so.
1: Let me pull this up. Anyway, so... uh, Yes, Professor Layton and The Last Spectre uh, is the only other game I played this weekend. I thought I'd get into that a little bit more, you know, see what it's all about. What I didn't realise singing that dumb song. What I didn't realise is this is a prequel to the other games. Oh, what? prequel! So, so it's how he met the little boy. Yeah, Luke is not in it at the beginning of this game. There is no Luke. It's someone it's called... like M- Batman with Robin. Yeah, it's called M. He's a girl. You have a girl assistant. But uh, I'm enjoying it, right. And then, obviously, you know, it, it has this London Life RPG included in the... Because I imported it because, obviously, in the British version, you don't get it. The London Life thing. Um, In the Japanese version, you didn't unlock the London Life until you'd finished the main game. So you had to finish the main game before you could unlock it. I've obviously got the American version. uh, And it's unlocked from the beginning, which I didn't realise. So I thought, I'll have a play of London Life and see what it's all about. And basically, it's a little bit Animal Crossing-ish, if you will. So you're basically, in London, you have... You 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 know you get there arrive right? there you have to go and get yourself a little house so you've got to like a woman like a mortgage game a little not really there's no mortgage there's, but it is a work game so like you have to do jobs like go and pick up litter and you know do jobs for people in London and you know go and collect things or take stuff to someone or deliver mail for the postman and all so it is very Animal Crossing ish uh, but it is quite interesting I'm enjoying it but it's one of those games where you could play it for hours but not really achieve anything at all. Do you know what I mean? No,
3: it's not most video games.
1: Yeah, I mean it's got a day night cycle and different people are around at night than they are in the day and you know what I mean? So there's and, and in like the way you get your quest is really quite quirky. So every twenty four hours you get a newspaper delivered. And the newspaper headlines are your quests in effect. So you you have to read all the headlines in a newspaper and then that'll be you know and, and they have some some uh, interesting, like, headlines, you know, they, they had one that was called uh, Stalking Caper or something like that, and it wasn't what you thought. There was, there was some quite double entendres thrown in there, you know, so that was... Uh, oh, I know it was. Fish net stalking. That's what it was called, the headline. And basically the quest for that, some dude had left a net in the river, you had to go and check if there was any fish in it for him. So it was actually nothing to do with fish net stockings.
3: How are these lazy-ass people... So I'm going to go fishing, but I don't feel like actually fishing.
1: Yeah, so you have to go and do that. And and it's it's, uh, it's just it's one of those games where you can just while away the hours doing pretty much nothing. You're just wandering around in this. And it's quite, you know, it's over about, it's quite a big area that it covers. It covers sort of maybe about four or five screens of your DS. So it covers quite a big area of stuff to sort of go in and buildings and you're like, there's like a casino and a posh hotel, but you have to have a certain level of clothing which you have to buy to get into any of those places and that opens up more, and Professor Layton's in it, which is kind of cool, and he's just like a little dude, you know, it's like the little dude one with a little top hat on, walking around and stuff, so he's in the game Uh, but there is a story arc in it about some murders or wrongdoings that have been going on and, and... Story, story, story arc but it's it's just, well, they and they reckon it, t- you know, it can last 100 hours. There's like 100 hours of game.
0: Why did they take it out?
1: Right, well, it's interesting, because I, like, obviously in its different name, the the American and obviously Japanese, it's uh, Professor Layton and the Last Spectre. And in this, story, it's Professor Layton and the Spectre's Call, which is just the main, you get, <laughs> which is, you just get the main game. Now, apparently, now this is where it's weird. It was supposedly to do with time constraints and translations. But then, if the American ones translated, which is the version I've got, then there shouldn't have been any issue. I don't really know why it wasn't included. But the the official reason that they gave for it not being included was because of the time it would take to translate them. Maybe they'll release it as a separate game in Europe and then get more money. I don't know, but people seem to love it. You know, it's it's but people love those sorts of banging on about yeah it. weird games where you just while away the hours just oh, doing nothing. Shut sure up about it. Yeah, do enough. It's good. I like it. And it's it has this weird happiness thing as well. And it, when you're doing your job, if you're if you're more happy you get more money for doing it. And if you're less happy then you get less money. So oh. yeah. It's kinda cool. I like it. I like it. It's not a strict RPG, but it's it's just uh yeah, it's like a simulation, just do stuff game. Yeah. It's kinda cool. So yeah, I mean play. Yes. and that that's about it for me this week and I will make an effort to play some proper games next week proper Not- yeah. games yeah proper games uh, and that's it so uh, on that note it is time uh, for Vlado Oh yeah here it comes
3: just kidding <laughs> <laughs>
2: game review review
4: hello hosers Vlados here with another indie game review. This week we're looking at, A Voxel Action, a platformer with a twist. Imagine you're looking at Super Mario Bros. Now imagine looking at that world from outside of it, in the third dimension. That's the idea behind, A Voxel Action. They call it 2.5D gaming. You can't move in that .5 dimension, of course, but you can look at the game from it. And as a result, it's somewhat different from your standard side-scrolling platformer. The controls are solid and the game has enough variety to keep you busy if you like platformers. As for me, the only platform I like is having a public speaking platform so I can advocate for the rights of killer robots. Kill all humans. Um, I mean, humans are great. I don't want to kill them. Well, not all of them. Duke is okay, but the rest should die. A voxel action is 80 Microsoft points on Xbox Indie games. Kill all humans. Blood us out.
1: There you go. There you go. Yeah. I mean, the first thing I would say is, it, it completely misdirects you, because the first thing I did try, you know, try to do was hop on top of an enemy's head to kill it. But... Yep. You just die. <laughs> that's yeah, that's not the way. It's avoid all enemies at all costs. It don't touch anything that kills you. Yeah. But I thought too, I thought the art styling was was kind of cool, and I liked the f- the fact you could flip from two and a half D to sideways on. You could do that just with a trigger, couldn't I you? No, you could do that. Yeah, you could do it with a trigger. If you pull the trigger, in it, it actually uh, flips it to a two D view or just a standard one. Oh, yes. So it does that as well. Um, it's pretty precise platforming, though. You know, there's a lot of preciseness about it and there's like bouncy precision. where either way preciseness or precision you can use either yeah yeah well whichever but there's, a, there's some bouncy stuff where you sort of bounce and you have to time it exactly right to get the next you know the big bounces but I was quite enjoying it up until the point that they actually the trial finished and that's always a good sign if you sort of play to the end and you, you don't realise the end of the trial is coming <sighs>
3: That's a Run D M C song called "Bounce." As soon as you said "bounce," I had to play ah. It. I see. But what? I mean, what did you think, Juke? Uh I think I said once earlier that I'm kind of done with platformers. Like I, I tried to was a decent game, but it's a platformer at its essence, and I'm, I don't know if platformers just don't interest me these days. And for the innovation and the interesting graphics on this game, it's
1: fundamentally just a platformer, and I, I just, it didn't grab my interest. I think it's difficult because it's sort of how many times can you reinvent the platformer, I guess, and yeah. uh, keep changing it up. And I yeah. think that they're sort of an interesting
3: thing for people to develop when they first start making games, but the finished product isn't really all that great.
1: What do you think, Ginny?
3: Uh, when I first when I first started playing it, I was like, "Oh
0: yeah, Mario, right? Mario, but three D dot heroes or whatever." <laughs> um, but I played it on. I was like, the platforming feels very good and it's uh, very precise, like you were saying. And, um yeah, I think that's very important with a platformer. A lot, a lot of platformers forget that, you know, to, to have complete control of that little small character is vital. And you've you got to feel like, you, you know, there's some kind of rhythm to it or fluidity. Is that
1: a word, Duke? Yeah, fluidity is definitely a word. I um, thought me, but apparently you were asking Stu. Oh, whatever. I <laughs> so,
3: yes, I, I, I
0: thought it was good. I thought it was good.
1: Yeah, I think it's one of the better games. There's been it's been a bit of a weird time with the indie games because there's been games coming out, but no real standout titles. You know, uh,
0: yeah, I, I was like you when when it when it stopped the, when the trial stopped. I was like,
1: oh, I was doing that. Yeah, I think that's a good sign for an indie game. If you get to the end and you don't realise the end's coming, whereas sometimes you're playing them like, oh god, how much you know how much time yeah. is left on yeah, the yeah, game? been playing for ten hours. <laughs> yeah, it's really only six minutes or whatever it yeah. is. But. Yeah. Yeah, the I'm, I think
0: theory of relativity. Game, it? Yeah,
1: it definitely is. But yeah, I, I think it's it's one of the better ones that's that's come out lately. Um, yeah, it's,
0: it's very good. Cool. But awesome. it, I I didn't buy it, but because it doesn't really offer anything new. But it's it's definitely just, you know uh, it's well an well interesting
3: platform. But what it does, it does well. It just doesn't it does. do anything exciting.
1: It, it does. I mean, there's there's Uzi. You remember the Uzi games? Episode 3's now. Get down! Yeah, Uzi episode three. Uh, but again, those games have all been pretty similar. They're, they're solid games, but you know they're, they're fairly similar to each other. So we will, we will wait and see. We will see. We will see. Righty ho, and it's time to move on to some other stuff uh, to talk about. Stop, stop,
2: stop, Good stop. evening, and welcome to the middle of the film. <laughs>
1: I mean, first up, let's. I mean, we haven't really talked a lot about this, but he's been given a date for release. Far Cry 3 uh, gameplay video. As, as uh, you, uh,
4: bleh, bleh, bleh.
3: Just, you know, here's the thing. Kind of, I, Far Cry 2 had a lot of problems, but when oh, I think yeah. about it, I think of the fun things like the shooting was good, the driving in the cars was cool. I remember there was this little sort of dune buggy type thing you could drive around in, and like yeah, sure. getting also, in and out of it
0: was pretty it funky. Was- there's also the fact that Tom Bissell liked it and he Yeah, I know
3: everyone keeps saying that, and I'm not gonna lie, like mm. I, I but here's the thing. No, I don't like it for the same reasons he likes it. He liked all the permutations and combinations of things. I didn't really care about that. What I liked was the shooting was good and the mechanics were funky. So well, that's a good way of convincing yourself to, to Shove sure. it. Right. But um I
0: think regardless of, I, I I like Tom Bissell. Bless him. Right? Don't um, sound like him. But that game is Shit! Jesus Christ! God, it's just not fun. Hey, and I know that Tom Bissell talks about, oh, you know, a war should be fun because that's what love. It's a
1: game. God, love's hard enough. Well, I found parts of it to be fun. It just got tedious after a while. I mean, do you do you think that's going do you think that's going to harm the sales of this then because of the issues that yeah. that with Far Cry Two?
3: Not irretrievably. I don't think it's going to not sell. I but, mean, this yeah. this looks a lot
1: like a human version of Dead Island, doesn't it? You know what I mean? It's like you're stranded on an island, there's lots of crazy people on there with you, and you've got to survive sort of thing, haven't you? Yeah. So it it looks more like... Oh, I mean...
3: That's the thing, is that the biggest problem for me in Far Cry 2 is that everybody wanted to kill you as soon as they saw you, with a few rare exceptions. It was just an endless string of just people trying to kill you constantly. And I'm sorry that doesn't make for a fun experience. If that's the only thing that ever happens to you.
1: But in addition so, in addition to that as well if they weren't trying to kill you the malaria was. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And that was just
3: annoying. Cuz it's like, really? I got to stop and give myself injections now. Stupid. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
1: Really? I mean, moving on from that. So that's that's kind of hey, cool. Oh, there we go. Really? Mm. And uh, you know, another sort of potentially decent game coming out this year. It looks good. I've got to say, the gameplay video for it looks it looks fluid. It looks fast. You know, it looks, it looks kind of cool. It looks kind of cool. Uh, yes, do you, do you know? I bet you wouldn't have guessed this, but apparently apparently, the next Call of Duty game is going to be Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Have you heard about No. Uh, I mean, where did that get the stupid... Thing? Apparently, Amazon France, Amazon in France, has, has put it, he listed it on a product play uh, on a product page before it was supposed to. Apparently, Ooh, they're going to get in trouble. Yeah, but they pulled it. They, they pulled it quickly off the website, right? But at the same time, an artist called Hugo Bayer had it on his LinkedIn CV as his current project. Before that was yanked from that site, also. <laughs> Goinky dick Yeah, yeah. But then French uh, French media, uh, one of one of the French blogging websites, you know, for video games, etc., put the article up. Put the article up, and it was called uh, Game Blog FR. And uh, apparently Activision got in touch with them, sort of, and said, you know, uh, they needed them to pull the article, so he refused to do it. They insisted that it would cause serious damage to the professional relationship that they had. And that they were, they weren't fully aware of the consequences it could have if they didn't pull the story off their site and okay. they and they had already contacted their advertising agency regarding so, this yeah. so basically they've they've been threatening the website because they wouldn't pull the rumored story that it was going to be Black Ops Two, which everyone pretty much knows anyway, don't they Yeah, you know we're not stupid, are we no. Nah. Uh, so he said, he, he asked them would, would he consider himself blacklisted then, you know, because of what had happened uh, and that of his journalists. Um, as they were supposed to attend a preview event that was planned for next week and they were already invited, Activision said no. And they also made it clear that the relationship was to be severed. All advertisement plans cancelled and games not sent and invitations to later events cancelled as well. Wow. Right? So that all happened. Uh, My opinion about this is it's very exciting news. Thank you, well, <laughs> But then what happened? This is the interesting one. Uh, they asked Activision to sort of, you know, make a statement on this and say, you know, what's going on? What does this mean? Uh, and this is what Activision said Activision doesn't blacklist journalists. We believe this was a misunderstanding and we are working towards a resolution. <laughs> so it's just like. <laughs> so they threatened this website with all this stuff and then this... It's just a misunderstanding. You didn't... You didn't... What? We, we didn't say
0: that, did we? Oh. We did. Oh, shit. But it's like,
1: how stupid are these publishers, really? You know what I mean? It's like, why would you do that? Why, why would you... You know, you're this huge, massive company and you're, you're like almost like the, the playground bully, aren't you? It's just like, we've got loads of power. If you don't do what we, we're going to take some money off you. We're not going to give you any... And you can't come to our event, and you don't get to play our games. That's interesting, but I'd like to know Duke's opinion on this. Yeah, Duke, what do you think? I think it's exciting news. Excellent. <laughs> but it's I awful. mean, I mean, this this is just <laughs> Activision all over, isn't it? Really, because they are the big bully company, you know, who's bullies? Yeah, who not Yeah, well, well, we all know this is coming. They're the <laughs> Nelson of the game developing world. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... They
3: can't. Uh, they can't really do that. <laughs>
1: you know. But they have. That's... But it's just a misunderstanding. It's fine.
0: I mean, it's. I, it, I mean, you know, journalists. You know, uh, when they actually uncover, when they, because a, a gaming journalist isn't really like a, a journalist going undercover or under siege, finding stuff out. When he actually does that, he gets punished for it because they're so close to the, to the to the to, the, to publishers themselves because they rely on the publishers to get reviews. Uh, and review copies of games, so they have a they have a, they have to have a close relationship, so they can't break embargoes, they can't release secrets that they that they know. Um, so it's not, you know, so they're
1: getting punished for being journalists, basically. Uh, it's, it's it's not really on, you know. No, a and and I look. It's going to be Black Ops Two. Apparently, it was leaked on the site. So you know, if you listen to this show, that's apparently what the next Call of Duty game is going to be.
0: It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, and it's 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 Black Ops Two. You know, it's it's not exactly. You know, it's, it's not like a surprise. brand new one, is he? It's not like some, like Max Payne Four or something like, you know, Gears of War Four or something like that that you just wouldn't see coming. Um, it's it's another Call of Duty game. We've had one for the last what five, six years, yeah. every year. You know, and it's just it's a bit silly, really, A bit irresponsible, and it's made them look even worse than they already look. So, well done.
1: Yes, well done to you, Activision. Yeah, well
0: done. Sit, boo-boo, sit. Good time. Oh.
1: Now, as we know, everybody thinks that the 3DS has had a bit of a rocky start, hasn't it, to its career as a handheld console, etc. <laughs> yep. But it's not as bad as everybody thinks. So you say it isn't. Because, believe it or not, and this is absolutely true, it's, it's already topped 5 million units sold in Japan, which is the fastest console to do so in that region ever.
3: Isn't that proof of
1: hype, not necessarily proof of quality? No, well, interestingly, on the site I've got it, it hasn't got it, but there is a graph showing where its sales were, and it was only after the price drop that it really shot up in in actual sales. So it wasn't sort of from the hype of it being initially released. It didn't sort of peak and then drop. It's done the exact opposite. It started really slow. And then not suddenly. High, but like
3: marketing at least. I don't know.
1: Oh, well, I think they've done a good job of it because it it's sold faster in its first 12 months than either the Wii or the, the original DS did. You know, yeah. so it's, it's, you know, people think it's a bit failed, but it's, it sort of hasn't, I don't think, really. Well, it's a commercial success. Yeah. I, I'm not impressed. I mean, I haven't played it, so I shouldn't really say anything, but I have an opinion about everything. Absolutely, but but they need to be doing more stuff like the pull blocks thing because pull blocks is excellent or pushmo as it is in in America. You know they need to be releasing more of those types of games on it that aren't the full price 3ds titles, but a sort of cool title for a cheaper price. They need to do more. Of, they need to find a niche, and that that would be the niche. You know they need to find that little, you know, selling point. You know, they seem to be trying lots of stuff like putting the 3D video on there and uh, they're bringing uh, Sean the Sheep to the UK 3DS now as well. So they're going to have episodes of that available for free. Sean sure, the Sheep. Yeah. and it, It's so cool. It is cool. It is cool. It's award-winning, you know. That's won awards, that uh, yeah, that not Yeah, not surprise. Animation. Uh, but, yeah, they're bringing stuff like out to it, but it's not quite enough. You know, they haven't seemed to have found... The You know, they seem to be doing lots of things, but not focusing on anything in particular. They're just doing lots of different things with it. And I think they just need to find a little bit of focus. But I I think it's good. I love mine. I'm actually playing mine more now than I have done, you know, ever. So, you know, there's there's more reason to play it now. You know, and there's some good stuff on there. You know, obviously, the you know, all the Marios coming out towards the end of the year will have helped a lot as well with the sales. You know, all those games hitting. But I don't think it's as big a failure as people...
0: No, it's, it's, picked, it's definitely picked up after its after first launch, but, I mean, you know, I don't think it's going to make much of a, an impact on the old mobile gaming mean, that's hitting the iPhone. I still think that's going to kill it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, we'll, we'll have to wait and see, but he's selling enough at the moment to certainly justify it being around.
0: I think Nintendo will always be the exception,
1: but I, I don't think the Vita's going to be around for very long, to be honest. Again, I mean... We've got to wait and see, but that, that, I think the problem with the Vita as well is well, as a few problems with it. One, it hasn't got any, you know, memory that comes with it as standard, so you have to pay extra to get any sort of hard drive.
0: Wah, wah, wah. It just seems a
1: bit weird to me. I can't believe in this day and age they're releasing, you
4: know. In day
1: and age. Especially though. I mean, it's not as bad. I mean, they, they, they give you a 2 gig SD card with your 3DS. 2 gig. Right. Oh, you should. Bloody and, pair, thirty quid for two. Which weeks. doesn't sound a lot, but then that game's not HD and it's not trying to do anything that you know high res or anything like that, so it doesn't need that much memory. But something like the Vita, that's going to be all HD video and this OLED screen and all this stuff that needs some you know fairly hefty memory, doesn't it?
0: Video.
1: Yeah, I just think it's weird. It's weird. Um. Yeah, Gabe Newell's been around this week because there's been lots of stuff surrounding Valve and Half-Life 2, Duh. Episode 3 or Half-Life 3 or whatever the hell it's going to be and people demanding information. And uh, Did you see this thing about the uh, Valentine's gift on, on Team Fortress 2? Did you hear about this? I did not. You hear about no. this? For $100, so 100 real dollars, you could buy a diamond ring to gift to another player. Jack wouldn't his ass with one hundred dollars. A hundred dollars for a virtual diamond ring that you could send someone else. That's interesting. But I want to know Duke's opinion on this. Yeah, Duke, what he's My
3: opinion is that's a rip-off! What the hell? Come on.
1: But well, people bought it. People diamond bought it. ring? Yeah. Of course people are gonna buy it. People will buy anything. But so, what so- he did, the, the, what you were paying for though. <laughs> the, oh ladder goats. You're so random. This is funny, right? So you bought them. You couldn't actually wear it yourself. You had to gift it to somebody else. Okay, In the, within the game. So you had to gift it to somebody. So you paid your $100, gift it to somebody else. And... Oh, these knives, man! And then... Towards the end. Oh, lad, I got you. your i so yeah. And then... Um, there was an announcement came over the game saying that you... Congratulations on your engagement. Congratulations. Now, you could personalise this message. You can personalise this message. So, but people were paying the $100 and putting stuff like, you know, uh, Gabe Newell will announce Half-Life 2, Episode 3 eventually. Congratulations, or something like that. So, they were, putting to, they were paying $100 to show everybody else who was playing Team Fortress 2 at the time, because it came over everybody's games, so everyone saw it. The... You know, disgusted him not announcing it yet or giving any information. So there was, there was a few of these. Uh, but anyway, he's explained what the, what the thing uh, is. Wait, wait, wait a second. What's going on here? What is this? Why is the pipe sticking out of the holster? So anyway, uh, he's explained. He said, look, he said, look, this is how he's, he's appeasing people. He said, look, it's pretty frustrating to us when we put them in that situation. You know, we try to go as fast as we can and we try to pick the things that we think are going to be the most valuable to our customers. He added, uh, We recognise that this has been a long time, whereas we have so many games that people really love. Counter-Strike, Half-Life, Portal, Left for Dead. Not a whole lot of ricochet enthusiasts out there. And at the same time, we want to make sure that those games and those stories and those characters are moving forward, while also making sure we don't just get into terminal sequelitis. He even made up a word. Sequelitis. He didn't
0: mind that, Rob. It's been years before.
1: Yes, maybe. Maybe. Uh, and then he went on to say, trying to be careful not to get people too excited and have to go and disappoint them. So we're sort of reacting in the other direction and saying, okay, well, let's have things a little bit more bait before we start getting people excited about it. So he's basically saying they're not going to make any announcements until it's a dead cert and they've got a solid uh, release date. I mean, I'm, I'm sort of okay with that. Jude, what do you think? I think that's a very interesting news story. <laughs> so no, seriously though, what do you I mean that's that's the way to go about it, isn't it? I mean everyone's like wants to know. I think mean, the problem is Yeah, I mean look, you don't want to rush it, but on the other hand, how long have we been waiting for this? Four years. Two thousand
3: two thousand seven. Yeah. That's that yeah. seems like years. A long time. Yeah. But What's the hold up? That's the question. The, pro- the, up? The, the
1: biggest problem is and this is where he shot himself in the foot a bit because when he brought out the episodes it was like Half-Life 2 and then Half-Life 2 episode. Yeah, well, I said that was stupid when I first heard about it. But it was going to be we're going to release one of these every 6 months or something it was supposed to be. Whatever. You know, a year or whatever. But that never happened. So he did, you know, what was supposed to happen just didn't happen. No. Nope.
3: And they should have called it like Half-Life Chronicles Episode 1. Not Half Life episode, uh, Half Life Two episode one. Yeah, because Half Life Two was Half Life Two episode one.
1: Yeah, and the the, the thing is, are all part of the same. Excuse me, they're all part of the same story. So it's not like he was telling different stories with these, were they? You know, they were all part of the same thing. It was just continuation, exactly. but smaller chunks yeah. than a big game. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll, well, he needs to get baking a bit quicker as well. I think.
0: Yeah. Is that how you make a game?
1: Apparently. You have to bake well, a ask pancakes. friend. It's a Shrove Tuesday tomorrow. It is indeed, yeah. Pancake, Pancake day. day. friend, if you bake a game, I love me some pancakes.
3: Pancake day. Pancake day. Is yeah. he got unchinny? Is he not there anymore? Who? Yeah. Your developer friend, ask him if they're supposed to bake games. Yeah, did he bake games? Oi. Oh, Oi. Hey, how do you make games?
0: Yeah, you put some code together and you just print it off or whatever.
3: So I've never heard of a game being printed off, unless you're talking about like punch cards. But maybe I, I don't know much about uh,
1: games. Yeah, well, you're not the fucking developer.
3: No, you've got to take like, his word I... for it. Oh
1: Jesus, yeah. it is true. But as we're talking about this, I came across uh, a story at Kotaku. 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 Anyway, and and what they were wow, saying I'm so racist. They were talking about their favourite part of Half Life Two. Now, we're well aware of what John Mao's least favourite part of it. So much so, he sent the game back before he got to the really good stuff. You know, unfortunately for him.
3: What was, what was that? I don't know what?
1: this. What is this? The, the airboat level, he, he never got past it. Oh, yeah. I did know that.
3: Yeah.
1: Now, interestingly, I've played through that game for Crazy. four or five times now, I guess. And when you get to the second or third time playing through, it doesn't seem as long somehow, the airboat level. It is a long level, but it's not. Terrible! It is. It is probably the weakest part of the game. You know, it is the weakest part. But I don't know. You've just got to put up with it, haven't you? For the good stuff later on. The airboat. The about doesn't bother me at all. You no, know, I was fine with it. You know, it takes a while. It does. It is long. It is overly long. Oh, and that's my
3: biggest problem with it. It just keeps going and going.
1: Yeah, yeah I, oh. I do agree. It, it got. It's overlong.
3: It, it's too. long. That's not as annoying as the tightrope section. God, oh, that part sucks. Which bit's...
1: all games need to get rid of that. I mean, the bridge. Well Whatever. Now, interestingly, that's this guy's favorite bit. It's one of my favorite bits. What are you talking about? Yeah, I love the bridge level.
3: Oh, worst part of the game. No, you see, I like that because... Uh
1: (laughs) No, seriously, what I loved about that level was the trepidation. We're actually on edge. Yeah, yeah, it was like, shit, if I fall, I'm going to die because it's a long way down. And that's cool, cool about when you get shot, you're going to die. If the zombies eat you, you're going to die. But I like that level. I'm with this guy. It was, I, I'd forgotten it, about it, but it is one of my favourite levels. I like that. And I like the when you can control the ant, ant lions and you sort of... I thought, with, the, with the bridge thing, I was
0: like... Um, I felt like a bit like Nathan Drake at that point on the bridge. Obviously, I didn't know who Nathan Drake was when I was playing the game. But um, thinking about it now, it's like... You, you're on this bridge. You cross the bridge and you cross it very carelessly and carefully. There's some people along the way. And you're okay. Then you've got to make your way back. There's, then there's a helicopter trying to kill you and you're like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, how am I supposed to do You're joking. You are joking. Uh, and then you do it. So, uh, I, 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 I wouldn't say it's my favourite part, but it, it, I, I didn't mind it. No, it's definitely, I definitely memorable. I definitely didn't. See, because I played that game for achievements and I did Ravenholm with a gravity gun. Yeah, uh,
1: hard that wasn't fun. Now that level's horrible. That level is horrible. Yeah, you know, those those head crabs that just take you down to one life, one energy thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, horrible, horrible. So what's I, know, I think? What's my favorite? Part what's of your favorite part of Half-Life Two? So I was going to ask you both what your what your favorite part of Half-Life Two was.
3: Gravity Half-Life. gun. When you first get the gravity gun, you start playing with it. You That's see. Really- you,
1: you get that after the airboat, don't you? That's after that, isn't it? Yes. Isn't it?
3: You know, and when you're shooting people, that's my favorite part, because I thought it was a shooter. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because <laughs> I was thinking when John Matt was talking, <laughs> one of the greatest weapons ever designed for a video game, he never got the gravity gun. Never got it.
3: <laughs> Let me give you a tip, people. If your throat's kind of worn out and scratchy, don't do this.
1: Yeah, not a good idea, that. And also, i learn from your mistakes. That's another tip. Not a good idea. So, what, uh, what's your favourite part of Half-Life 2, then, Chini? This has to be quite personal for me, really, because it would never
0: happen again. But... When I had sex with the game? Yes. Uh, well, that could happen again. Bow <laughs> wow Right, so... I... does the... Well, one thing I do like is, you know, the tower, the big tower, that, that creeps... You, you constantly see it through the game. You, you and it familiarizes yourself with the with the city of where you are, and and it's you know it's good foreshadowing and everything, right? Great. And at the, the kind of the towards the end of the game, you know it's kind of gearing up. Uh, you have a big fight in the city, right? You know where I am. There's yeah, lots yeah. of walkers around, and one of the walkers shoots me, right? And I just fly about fifty feet and skip like a lot of that city section and jump to another part, land and go, oh crap, I'm surrounded by enemies. I'm in the middle of it. And I will just hide and found myself in a room. And I just, I just, I don't know why it never happened to me again, but like the whole gang just flew me across uh, the whole city map. And then I landed exactly like in the massive hostile area that I hadn't cleared out yet. And I was just like, and I survived it. And I loved it. Um, obviously never going to happen again. But I, I just love, I, I love that city, that city uh, showdown and, you know, you seeing the walkers and because you constantly see the walkers throughout the game and they make that horrible kind of porn noise and yeah, just to, just to kind of shoot a couple down is very satisfying. So, but one of the scariest things is in episode two when those little ones are at yeah, because those little ones are very fast.
1: Oh, God, they're that. horrible, they are. Yeah, I didn't like fighting those. Especially when you've got a gnome to carry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, God, I, I got rid of that stupid gnome. Got mm. pissed off with it. Um, but yeah, no, I know, I sort of i thought mine... to play it again now. Yeah, it's such a great game. Look, my, mine's the antlions. I love the antlions and the sort of being able bossing to control. Yeah, bossing them around. Yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant when you squeeze beach, your thing, that's and the,
0: that's the beach part isn't it. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's more uh, when you get to the pri- the deserted prison is where you are using go, them the most.
0: Because you go, you you find them on the beach, and then you because you fight the the queen, don't you? That's yep. where, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you fight them on the beach, and then there's a beach at night, and it kind of looks like look like kind of
1: you, you you make your way across the beach at night, and then you go into the prison. Problem. That's correct. Yeah. Wow. And you can throw your like pheromone things, aren't they? You? you can throw them yeah. and they attack everybody. It's it's great fun. It's great yep. fun. It's interesting stuff. But yeah, John Mao, you missed out, man, because you didn't you didn't go yeah. beyond the boring bit. You got to stick with that game. Do you yeah, subscribe? you do. It does. It yeah. does get better. But it's too late now. He sent it back, so it's too late. Right, I'm gonna play that. now. Do you know? I started playing it again. You know. So. I might
0: play it. I might stop playing it again. Yeah.
1: <laughs> never mind those new games. play old games no, no, play no. they're they're much better um there stereo Ex way in here, but now, nah. never mind that's shite. uh yes yeah did you did you know that I didn't know where you know this, but um, there was a skyrim helmet on ST for sale a one off of them on ST. yeah, one off this uh, apparently it used the same mold as a promotional um the promotional one, so and it was three hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, but it sold pretty much straight away. So you can't have it now. But I thought I'd mention it, you know, because I thought Duke would look kind of cool in this.
3: No, everybody looks dorky in that helmet, and I don't understand why that helmet was chosen to be like the, the the iconic image of Skyrim. because it's in the trailers, isn't it? That's why it's in everything. All everyone when that came out, everyone's like, and and when the Dova Keen first shows up on the screen in the trailers, it's like. Oh, he's wearing that helmet. It must be the Dovahkiin helmet. It's just some helmet. You find hundreds of them lying around everywhere. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Dovahkiin, Dovahkiin, I don't know the words. That sounds out. like you're uh, really obsessed with the game, Chinny. We need to have an intervention for you.
1: Yeah, I think we need an intervention. Look, that, look I had that video of Duke.
3: That was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> My... A cape is a bedsheet, not a towel. Who wears a towel for a cape? That's I stupid. I
1: know. But I have to say, I cannot take the credit for that. Hawkson sent it to me. He said he thought of you when he saw it. That was, that it's was very, a
4: pretty,
0: uh, pretty, pretty well-made video. I'm yes, it was.
1: Yes, yeah, very funny, but very true. I think something, something, Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the problem is it, it's sort of quite realistic, I think, for a lot of people. So, yeah. There you go. So, dude, you need to get yourself sorted out, man.
3: Three hundred hours in one year, or three years, or something. Give me, come on. Yeah, that's a several months for me, dude. I'm on my second playthrough down the
1: basement. Awesome. Yeah, cool. I was going to ask you. I see. I I asked you this question last week, but I think you mis- misinterpreted what I was asking. I thought you'd have about... I don't misinterpret anything. No, you would not. say that because I'm a Jew. No, I thought you'd have got Kingdoms of Amalur for your PS3 so you could play that whilst you were on your bike. That's what I was asking. Nope. nope. Why? Skyrim. You know why I thought you said Skyrim? Because you said Skyrim! I didn't know. I meant King- Kingdoms of Amalur, though, because you were talking yeah, about yeah, that, yeah. and I said, did I you know get
3: that, you that you for way your PS3? Oh. No. I got slide, Kingdoms of Amalur for the Xbox 360 because it's a better gaming system to <gasps> sit
4: <gasps>
3: What? On my chair and play. You know why? Because I don't have a chair in the basement. I have a
1: bike, and I don't always feel like riding my bike. Okay, I was just asking. Everybody calm down. God, God. God, you get so stroppy, man. Jesus. Everyone's gasping. You can't say say anything. Hey,
0: hey, it's over, man. Yeah, God.
1: Just like get a grip. Everybody's against me. Just keep your knickers on, man. Jeez. (laughs) Oh, God just, like, get so, like, you know, angry and stuff. All right, All right shut up yeah. already. All right, uh, that's enough now. Next thing. Next thing. Um, yeah, well, that's sort of it for this part of the show. So, what I thought we'd do, we have got a surface lizard for this week. He is here. He is here. Hello, darlings. And this was a, a request of School Dugger, Uh Wanted him to do a Dark Souls special for him. Ooh. So... So we can just tell him what to talk about, and he'll talk about it. Sometimes, you know, cool. if me something he wants to talk uh, about,
3: talk about your butt. Yeah, <laughs> like, um,
0: I like how Skulldogger desperately tries to hold on to the fact that 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 game's good.
1: It is good. Oh. Shut up. <laughs> it is though. Don't human him. It Dark- is. Yeah, Dark Souls is a good game, but it's not if for everyone.
3: Like Dark Souls, why not?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just. I'm just You've kidding. never even played it. E. Well, when, when somebody
0: tries to force something on me, like, well, I this is good, like, this is really good, this film's really good, you should watch this film, watch the film, watch it's great, it's Jesus, it's Jesus oh, 2 with a
3: vengeance. I'm just going
0: to like, oh, no, it's not
1: good. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, I don't care anymore, I don't want to watch it. Is that what yes. you're like? Is it like a complete air of indifference? What he said. Yeah, when someone's trying to, like, force you to do something you don't want to do. Yes,
0: play play Surface Lizard before.
1: Yeah. I, I... So anyway, let's play Surface l- lizard. 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 And uh, yeah, then we'll have a quick natter about that. And then uh, we've, we'll do the... Uh, we got one email, I think. One email to talk about. And a few tweets. We got some tweets Robert and King. emails. So let's do that. I am the God of Hellfire. And I bring you... Life is unfair. Kill yourself.
4: This is what happened one day when the ice cream van stopped by Tufty's house. Ice cream? Tufty always asks his mummy to go with him to the ice cream van. But Willie Weasel has gone off to get an ice cream by himself. Oh dear! Oh mummy! Willie has been knocked down by a car! Now Willie has been hurt. And all because he didn't ask his mummy to go with him to the ice cream van.
2: Hello darlings. Surface Lizard here once again. Today... At school, we have to learn a very important lesson. One lesson, one lesson only. One sword, one king, one country. That lesson is, why should you play Dark Souls? Let me tell you why you should play Dark Souls. Because Dark Souls hates you. Dark Souls hates you like smearing feces on a tramp, and setting the tramp on fire, and having a rabid, dog urinate on the tramp and then rectally violating the tramp with a courgette, with a razor blade in it. Modern gaming has become complacent and cosseted and navel-gazing, full of monocled-wearing fops, dancing in sequin slippers and sipping Lambrinian baby sham. Unacceptable. Dark Souls is the drunk uncle who blunders in with a sailor tattoo on his arm, screams and yells and vomits copiously all over the floor. Pick a game, pick any modern game, start the game, get handheld through, get congratulated for every single damn thing you do, get an achievement for so much as taking your first breath. By contrast, your first few hours in the world of Dark Souls will be stressful and challenging and heartbreaking. Dark Souls has considered modern gaming and shaken its head in disgusted consternation, just like the time my mother caught me masturbating over pictures of Scylla Black. That being said, Dark Souls isn't for everybody. Which is no judgement on your good self, after all. Madame Lizard couldn't herself really get attuned to Dark Souls. Probably because the game didn't involve enough puppies or potato fish, but that's okay my frizz, I still love you. Are you a patient gamer? Can you devote hours, hours to a single game? Does the thought of independence and existentialist judgement on yourself fill you with elation rather than terror? It's fine. If you're a limp-wristed fop, Dark Souls isn't for you. There's nothing wrong with that. You gay lord, shuffle back to your Rayman origins and your weak lemon drink in a plastic bottle. Dark Souls says, Welcome to your doom.
4: In the age of ancients, the world was unformed. Shrouded by fog. A land of grey crags, arch trees. ...and
2: everlasting dragon. Oh, what's that you say, average gamer? I only have a few hours a week to play games, and I'd like to win. Ah, fuck you, and you're winning. This is not the Dark Souls experience. You can't simply blunder and grind your way to an effortless win. Dark Souls requires effort and discipline and concentration, and a great deal of trial and error, and frankly, mostly error. Dark Souls gives you no help and no hope. It offers you everything but you've got to find it yourself in the dark, dilapidated world of Lordran. Any NPCs you meet won't just regale you with quests, if anything they're broken, shattered, hollowed remnants of a once noble race now decayed and dead. The world and the lore is discovered by you and interpreted by you. The game doesn't feel the need to sit you down and spill out the lore like some recursive child storytime. So, like learning how to pleasure a girl, you get vacants, but apart from that, you're on your own. So, be prepared to learn by harsh experience. Oh, reckless adventurer. You didn't wear curse-resistant gear when walking into the sewers. Oh dear, you've been cursed and now have had your health halved permanently until you can find a cure. Did you walk into a poisonous swamp in Blighttown and didn't bring any antidotes with you? Oh dear. In your 50-hour plus journey of Dark Souls, you will be crushed, burned, humiliated, skewered, electrocuted, frozen, cursed by monsters, by traps, by the world, by everything that is conspiring against you. The good thing about Dark Souls is it works like the best horror, not full of anticipation and jump scares like Dead Space, but because Dark Souls is very clever at using the player's sense of wariness against themselves. Now... Half of the time in Dark Souls, there is indeed something grim and malicious waiting around the corner for you, whether it be some grotesque ogre or a trap or a capture of undead fiends. More importantly than that though, half the time your imagination is working against you, edging forward step by step with your shield raised, with your health depleting, hoping to whatever god you may or may not choose to believe in that you can just make it to the next bonfire. Imagine yourself driving a car with a fuel warning light on, wondering if you'll make it to the next garage. This is a perfect analogy of the Dark Souls experience. Part of the wonder of Dark Souls is that at no point really does the game let you feel empowered. Succeeding against a victory or some seemingly unvanquishable foe is an incredible moment, air punching, high-fiving yourself. In the world of Dark Souls, everything is as efficient as killing you as you are of killing it. There's no cannon fodder, there's no training dungeon, there's no easy rat bashing for a couple of levels. Dark Souls doesn't give you any kind of natural advantage. In most RPGs you've always got more health or abilities or money at your disposal. You can afford the best gear or you can afford to just chug health potions and slam away at the boss in some dire fight of attrition. If you don't view every single enemy in Dark Souls as an equal, you are going to find yourself on the wrong end of something very sharp and pointy and painful. Dark Souls is a masterclass in tight design and fantastic, frugal, brilliant combat that frankly sticks up any finger you choose to the conventions of most modern RPGs, both Eastern and Western. There's no tedious backstory, there's no teenage boy with ridiculous hair, there's no tedious lore with unpronounceable names. You get some background, but apart from that, you're on your own, and most games, that would be a weakness, but in the world of Dark Souls, that sense of mystery, that sense of unfamiliarity, that sense of playing your own ignorance against you. Brilliant. Dark Souls takes a perverse pleasure in forcing you out of your comfort zone, and each area in Dark Souls brings a new sense of trepidation and horror. And dread. Let's be honest, the only way Dark Souls could be any more terrifying is if it featured warbling horror, Pingu. Dark Souls is challenging, corrupted, and intent on destroying you. In so much as if the game were released back at some point in the early to mid-90s, Games Master would be full of whining teenagers asking how to get past a certain part of the game.
1: Games Master, how do I kill the moonlight butterfly?
2: (laughs) At which point, Patrick Moore would patronise them with his usual acerbic wit. Tonight, I am conducting an experiment to find the saddest human beings in the country. Any volunteers?
4: Gamesmaster, does plugging Sonic 1 into Sonic Knuckles give me any extra features?
2: For the real Dark Souls experience, you really need to keep your console connected to the internet. Keep yourself online, and as you think you're getting stronger, as you think you're making some headway, something unexpected might happen. Your game will be violated by another player. On one hand, players can leave you messages, and you can summon them to help you, but on the other hand, players can invade your game as a black phantom, the same brilliant concept is taken from Demon Souls. They can invade your world, and they can kill you, and they can steal your souls. It's a grim, unfair way to make progress in the game, but you can do it to them as easily as they can do it to you. And my god, there's such a wonder in chasing someone around a level like Benny Hill when you know you're a better player than them. Hmm, strangely arousing. Equally brilliant is the Covenant system where you can join a group of people and you can gain selective bonuses and or perks. One of my favorite Covenants is the Forest Hunters where, upon joining you're given a ring, and you're meant to protect the forest areas of Lordran. The minute someone in their game enters that zone, you're transported to their game and you have to hunt them down in a fiendish game of armor-clad cat and mouse. It's not all bad, it's not all hopeless, uh, just mostly so. Unlike Demon Souls, the game is marked out by bonfires, which form as mid-level checkpoints, mid-section checkpoints. There are no levels in the game per se, the whole thing is expansive and free-roaming. But the bonfires give you leave to level up, and sort your inventory, and repair your items, and of course they also respawn all the enemies in the area. So, you takes your money and you pays your choice normally to die. So class, in conclusion, playing Dark Souls will make you more attractive to women and some smaller canines, as well as increase the size of your penis. At least that's what the dodgy old man who sold me my copy told me when he took my intimate measurements with his bare hands. Oh, I've just been sick in my mouth. On that glaring thought, Surface Lizard, signing out. Be seeing you. I'm a big kind, old Hector, but don't you push me too far.
1: So, yeah, so we're back. And, yeah, Surface Lizard, there you go. Dark Souls, it was requested. <laughs> and, no, Dark Souls, it wasn't Skyrim. Dark Souls. Same oh, sound. Oh. Sort of. Uh, and he's done, yeah. Um, you know, and... I think he's getting worse. I think he's getting worse with some of... He's Pretty grotesque, man. His tramp really? analogy with a courgette with razor blades was a little bit much. Little over the pale, dude. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. If
3: this
0: but, was a real job, I'd call you in the office.
1: Yeah, I think I would. I think I would. But... We've come, it's like I've said before, we've come to expect it of him because he is like the uncle who does or says things that he shouldn't, but because he's the uncle, you make allowances for him. You know, so. But it's I thought. An allowance? Yeah. But I thought his descriptions were good of I mean, I've played that game, so I know some of what he's talking about, but he is absolutely right about the way the game will punish you, and. It
3: certainly will.
1: Yeah. Mate, you feel very inferior. If you go
3: the wrong way.
1: Yeah, don't go the wrong way. Don't do what Duke did.
3: Yeah, exactly. Don't
1: That's go the wrong That's way. That's what I did in that gay bar. In the gay bar. Yeah. The gay bar. Gay bar. Gay bar. Was it like that? Was it like that scene from Police Academy?
0: I have actually uh, once walked into the ladies' toilets by accident. I did that once. Did you? How did that go uh, down? I just... Gwen, wait a minute! There are no urinals. Where the hell are the
1: urinals? They're the other weird toilets. It must be one of those modern <coughs> sort of forward thinking God, these these posh toilets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I took a dump in the middle. There you go. I did
3: not. For the record,
0: <laughs> I did not take a dump in the middle. <laughs> Lovely. I just.
3: I think you did.
1: Yeah. I, I quickly realised three hours later that I was in the wrong place. So I walked out. yeah, uh, well, at least you did. At least you realised you were in the wrong place. Eventually, I did the right thing. Eventually. Uh, so anyway, as I did say before, Surface Lizard, we we have got one one email. One email. Uh, email. Whoa, that ruled. Now it is quite a hefty one. It's quite a hefty one. And, uh, Duke, you've got to have some sound bites at the ready. All right, so. You require a three bedroom bisexual house share in Walthamstow. Is that correct? Now, this is from our regular contributor of the emails, Jason Gollahar, and uh, contributor of also Indie Games. So, yeah, we like him. He's good. And yeah. his email is called Duke Ready to Sound Clips. Okay, well, here we go. Oh, uh, yeah, I read, I read this all the Are you ready? Here we go. Let's see if you can keep up with these. Let's see how good you do. Okay, here we go. Farts. Confessions. Power. I already played that. Story time. Story, story, story time. Sexy sax. Bring it on, Duke. You see, you did you did fairly well once you got going there. I was impressed. Is this is this all this show is now? That's yes. all <laughs> sound files. Do I do I need to turn up for this shit? <laughs> be quiet. So anyway, here we go. This is <laughs> yeah. Be quiet, Chini. This is his, his his actual email. Here we go. Okay. First, I just farted in a musical kind of way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, second, I have a gaming confession. I probably spend more time uh, spend more time researching new games and buying new games than I do actually playing them. Of course, we all do. Yes, I am addicted to video games, but I think I'm more addicted to the next unique title, or at least the next incredible title. Stu, you're not allowed to write into the article. <laughs> I know. Well, listen, uh, I sit down with my coffee and check the gaming websites. Probably sort of like the daddy did when he wanted his next big story for his old show. He made me feel guilty last week. Yeah, it's true. I I still do. Obviously, I do that every week because that's...
4: Story, story, story time.
1: I check the news every day looking for stuff to talk about on the show, so I'm always looking at news. Anyway. Story time. Actually, this is a confession. Sax, please. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I once dated a girl who loved video games. What (laughs) my task...
4: Honestly, talking about
1: video games? <laughs> oh, my God, that wasn't even asked for, but there you go. One might ask, what happened? How could you screw up such a godsend? Well, I really liked her until the end of our first date. So when you...
0: Well, diva, like
1: the floor, now, when you read the first bit, I once dated a girl. You, He you, you, sounds like he dated her more than once, doesn't he? I dated yeah. a girl. But no, he only actually went out with her once. <laughs> well, I... I really liked her up until the end of our first date. I had decided soon it would be sexy time. She was, <laughs> she was. <laughs> I'm so <sorry, laughs> <not> by, <laughs> by that, achievement alone. She yeah. was so perfect until she came in for the kiss. Until the third leg. <laughs> what happened? Well, I almost threw up in her mouth. Why? And we, listen, we and we had corn that night too. Oh God! Stop! I came to find out that she had a tongue like a lizard's. It was poking and prodding its skinny form into my mouth like a poopy, oh, like a poopy, oh. like a poopy sponge on a stick. <laughs> oh. I did not want that in my mouth. Worst kiss of all time. Never had a lady with a lizard tongue power her poker into my mouth until that day. <laughs> No one should have all that. (laughs) Anyway, her and Surface would have had a great couple and would have got along great in those days. She probably loves Puss and Boots. Lizards love it when cats poke and prod them. Seriously, Surface, Puss in Boots. Anyway, Pinball FX New Table Epic Quest is now available to RPG lovers. I know you guys don't get into pinball, but I'm sure you would love this table. It is so good. I I used to like pinball games,
0: but. They're pinball games. It's a pinball game. I mean, like, how much
1: love do I need to give it? On to the indie agenda. I am sad that you didn't like street races as much as I do. I think it's a steal at a book. It is probably the most fun I've had with an Xbox indie game, and you can play multiplayer too. I love it. Uh, The game the Deus Ex writer helped with, well, I played it through, and my sound for that game is meh. There are two different Loot Fest indie games, by the way. One is way better than the other, just for the record, but neither are all that great. Love the show. Meh. Love the show. Hope you all stay addicted to games for a long time. Chinny, boys be talking smack at the end of the show you weren't on. Come on now, Diva. What did you say about me? Just the way
0: you feel, Diva, like the
1: closet. See what you get well, for skipping the recording. Thanks for your hard work, Duke. Stu just called me Epic sacks, And by the way, keep on playing those strange games Duke and Chini won't play. Somebody's got to. And I think Surface has moved over to the children's genre. So you are all that I've got now. So I, I have no idea. What's he talking about, dude? This smack-talking thing. I don't know what he means. Oh,
3: no, it's on.
1: Yeah, I have no idea what he's talking about. I don't
3: know. Probably something I mentioned at some point, yeah, but I forgot uh, about uh,
1: uh, I have bad... Uh, yeah. Um, Memory bad. thing. Yeah, memory. Shut up shut up, Steve. Should have, should have Steve. <laughs> we can't remember saying anything bad about it. what if you well, we do a thing like that? <laughs> I'd
0: be disappointed if you didn't.
1: That's true. That is true. So yes, thank you very much for the email. Uh, we like keep them coming, we like the emails, they're good. They're good. Uh, now before we do shout outs, we have had a number of tweets this this week. We had loads of them, in fact. Lots of lots of tweets. Um, I have a sound effect for tweets. Have you? No, I don't. Oh, I thought you did. I thought you were going to do a bird tweeting or something ridiculous. That would be boring. Ah, fair enough. Probably be a seagull squawking. The
0: interesting thing about that is.
1: So, anyway, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Antonio Phillips has got a load, so I'll come to those in a minute. Uh, Turtle502 uh, said he agreed with everything Surface Lizard said about pussing boots. Uh, and it was a great game on Connect. So there you go, it was right. Now, interestingly, after he'd done that, I went to have a look. You know, when you go and have a look. And I thought, I'll have a look on on Metacritic, see what it got. And there were only two official reviews for that game. Which game? Uh, Puss in Boots. All oh, right. Puss in Boots, movie tying. There were two, and both gave it a fairly good score. I think one was eight and a half, and one was eight. So it got, actually, fairly good scores. Oh, on they the... got to justify spending their time on something. On the No, it's meant to be pretty good yeah. by all the cats, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to give it a go. I think you know he yeah. convinced me to give and it. A go. You'll be the same. You'll be like, well, I spent this amount of time. I better say good thing. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, interestingly, uh, Master Zulu, you know, who suggested you should do a Kickstarter for Duke to get a, a decent iPod so he can actually play games. Yes, uh, he came on and said. As I suppose it was my idea, I would be happy to donate to a Kickstarter to get you guys some iOS goodies. He's actually offering to, to donate money so Duke can get a better iPod. No. Thank you for offering. Take your money and shove it. I'm happy with my uh, iPod. And now, interestingly, I, I replied in a in a similar vein. I said something to the nature of, God, no. Duke is more than happy with his you know two iPod that doesn't play anything. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, though. In order to be fair, I don't have any... Uh iOS device.
3: I have no i device at all.
1: Look, you're so not taking money off listeners to get yourself. Yes, that. I can. Don't <laughs> take this away from me. No, no. Uh, anyway, in reply today, but in that an iPad. Now listen. In that case, I have an old Atari 2600 kicking around in the garage. You can have that for free. You should be happy with that. Then, wall. <laughs> and I said, you know what, Duke probably would be. <laughs> He'd probably be happy with an old. Probably. Atari would be. There you go. Anyway, these are not
3: necessarily bad things. What's wrong with people?
1: No. Let's get let's get to Antonio. Okay. You know, GH Rocker, we know he plays a lot, doesn't he? You know, and we you know, he he said he his his you know, schoolwork had suffered at one point from playing too many video games and stuff, you know, he admitted to that. Uh now he's tweeted us saying he played thirteen hours of games last night with a mate. So he played all night from hey,
0: for yeah, 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 13 well, hours. A, a teenager,
1: man. 13 hours. What they do? Yep. Yeah, so anyway, I asked him what he'd played, so I thought, well, what did, what did he play? What did he play? 13 hours. So this is this is what he played in one night of gaming. He played uh, Dragon Age 2 a lot. Uh, Black Ops, maybe six hours. Six hours yeah, of Black yeah. Ops. Mass Effect 3 demo, Mortal Kombat with Knife Party 2. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Saints Row the Third. Uh, obviously, Naruto. Naruto uh, dug out the PS One and played Beyblades. Uh, quite a bit of phone gaming. Uh, Gotham City Imposters, Warp, Guitar Hero on his PS Two, Beyblade on his GameCube, uh, and that was finally about it. And then he did four hours of homework following that.
0: Jesus, no, that's like a week's activity for me. That is a lot of
1: games to play, isn't it? I was like, girl, yeah, well, Kids will be kids, and they? Yeah, they will. That's uh, you know. I mean, I, I give it to you, man. But that is a lot of game time played. i relish it now. I'm yeah. Wait, mostly, man. It. When you get to our age, you're lucky if you get a few hours a week. Yeah. Tell you, tell you. Also, oh. still so manage the few hours a week for the podcast,
0: though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Time for what's important. Time for what's important. By the way, do, does anyone know what Beyblade is? Because he seems to be ashamed of that. I have no idea what it is. Uh, something stupid. Yeah, it sounds like he... Because he said, you, you, you're going to put that on the show, aren't you? So I said, yes, I'm certainly going to talk about this. And he went, ah, oh, shit, Beyblade. Anyway, <laughs> so I have no idea what Beyblade is. So if anyone uh, would like to enlighten us, probably you, G.H. Rocker, enlighten us to as to why you're ashamed of playing Probably some Naruto thing. I have no idea what it is. Uh, and by the way, he said, uh, since we're happy with it, he is actually going to start his gaming log this week and, and, you know, send us an email with... Yeah, you know, what do he, it. Yeah, so definitely do that. We'd be interested in it. Mean, He's kind of already done it. Yeah, but that was only one night. <laughs> so God knows what he'll do for the rest of the week. God. That was only one night. So, yeah, so we're looking forward to that. So get it in, GH. Let's hear from you. Um. And that's sort of it this week. So that's tweets done and email done and yeah, uh, time to do some shout outs, I guess. So uh shout out. So uh Juke, I will come to you first.
3: Oh yeah. Uh shout outs again to everybody showed up for the Gears of War 3 play date. I won't read those out again, but uh thanks to everybody. Uh let's see. Thumble tried to hook me up with a playfire account, but I'm not interested in that. It wanted all sorts of info from me, so eh, it's not gonna happen, dude. Sorry. Mm. I think that's
1: uh, spam, to be honest,
3: man. Well, I don't know. Whatever. But it's from Thumble. Like, Thumble's oh, cool. Yeah, but they, I think it's spam.
1: Yeah, I have that as well. I just well, ignored it. Send
3: it through people's account without them
1: realizing yeah. it? I had it Play oh, the same thing. Sucks. Yeah.
3: Well, Thumble. Uh, what are you doing? I had about
0: three of those this week. Yeah. Ugh.
3: All right, Gavlar's playing Skyrim. Woo! But then he said, if I want to break his legs, bring it. I'll bring it. You don't want to. Oh, dude, you don't know me. Oh, no, oh, you didn't. Hey, no. did Um, yeah, IanW99, he said he was going to play Gears of War with us, but he didn't. What the the heck? Come on. Uh, GH Rocker couldn't make it either, so everybody who's RSVPing. Big Slipper was supposed to join us, but he didn't show up, thanks a lot. Uh, Knife Party, Uh, his daughter, uh, I thought he was coming into the game, but then it turns out his daughter just turned on the console, so that was pretty funny. Uh, And Stickman dropped by for a minute. He could only stay for a little bit, but he couldn't stay longer, so... Thanks for coming by, everybody who played. And um, what else? I thought I had some others. Hang on a second, let me look. No, I guess not. I'll tell you oh,
1: what. I'll tell you what though. You want Gh Rocker on your team? He is. He is a beast at that game.
3: I believe that.
1: Yeah, he's um, very good. Phil
3: Olson blogged about my story, agoraphobia. So cheers to him. Thanks no, for still that. Have, I haven't read that. That's eh, not very good. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, and uh, I don't know. Everybody gave me feedback on that. It was very nice of people. I appreciate the positive response. And yeah, that's it. I'm done. Chini, you're next. Yeah, Chini, go, 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 uh, go, go, go. Uh, uh, you know
0: what I mean. Uh, yeah, that's my shout. I'll shout it. it to um, you know, and the uh, the other guy.
1: A three-bedroom <laughs> bisexual house uh,
4: share
0: in Walthamstow. Is that what correct? To, what do you want? Uh, I'll share it to a, a guy called Phil Law, who um, always gives me the excuses. Like, I haven't got time, man. I haven't got time to play games. I was like bollocks, Phil. Is he Welsh? Uh, no, he's uh, he's Geordi, right? <laughs> uh, 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 bollocks, Phil. You, you, you do all right, Phil. You do all right. Come on, um, and. Uh, He was on the first act of Gears of War on Friday, and by Sunday he sent me a tweet saying, "I've just done the submarine bit, Link, now I'm doing the underground." I was like, "Bloody hell, you blitzed that game over the weekend!" So, yeah, yeah, I'll give him a shout out because he's been blitzing Gears of War. He's like, "I can't believe that certain someone come to a very unfortunate um, conclusion." So he was a bit,
1: yeah, it was cool. So I'll give him a shout out excellent well i'll give a shout out to all the listeners so thanks for listening everybody it's cool that everyone listens in and we have four new itunes reviews in one week which i think is the most we've ever had four
4: four in a week
1: four in a week which is loads really it's more than three it is more than three and the first one's from hell hell world cop hell world cop and i'm assuming this is a he could be a she. I don't know. I assume it's a he. And oh, he police officers are male. Yeah. And, uh, well, especially refer themselves as hell world cop. I don't know. It's racist. But anyway, five stars. He says, give it a chance and it'll grow on you. It'll grow on you. So he says, now this is interesting in light of tonight's show. He says, I only started listening to VG a couple of weeks ago and have to admit, while I found it good to listen to, the constant music sound bites irritated me at first though I am a very veteran gamer and most things irritate me at this age.
2: Well, yeah.
1: then there was an epiphany. In one podcast, Duke quoted both Monty Python and the Holy Grail and Faulty Towers. Yeah. Yeah. So well done to you, Duke. You see, you did it for him. That was it. Oh, uh, yeah. And then he says, that was it. I knew I was amongst friends then and even the music soundbites don't irritate as much. In fact, I've come to quite like them.
0: ha, ha,
1: ha, 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 ha. Give these guys a chance. <laughs> and I'm sure they'll grow on you, but not in a horrible way like a hurry wart. So, uh, there you go. Thank you for that. It's cool. uh, then we had Gracie's dad, five stars, who says, Excellent potty, Duke rules. So that's two for you, Duke. Duke rules. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do Jimmy Cagney. Please try. I'm going to go. Shut up. Okay, <laughs> yeah, watch. Who's this then? Stark human. <laughs> And then we had Essel Hatch, who says, Triple A, five stars. I've been subscribed to this podcast for almost a year and I love it. It's fun, current, slightly anarchic, and a bit like listening to the three of your mates chatting and bantering about video games. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Come on. Presenters Stu, Chini, and Duke all have different tastes and views, so there is usually something for fans of all genres. Above all, the reviews are honest, intelligent, and human. My opinion about this review is that it's good. They also regularly post on Twitter and Facebook and have a website with an active forum, all of which are worth checking out, too, if you like the podcast. And a
0: YouTube channel. And a YouTube
1: channel, channel. yeah. That that gets updated occasionally. That's somebody who works very hard on.
3: Yes. And we
1: have sophisticated discussions. And the final one is from Audrex. It says, loving it long time. Five stars. Says, These guys have an amazing dynamic of ripping into each other with the best of intentions. <laughs> Who cares? Loads of samples that made me laugh a lot. My days at work go faster and funnier, plus many tips on great games with balanced, unsponsored gaming reviews garnished with more than a healthy dose of banter. Uh, th- uh, 360 tag Ordrex, which is O-R-D-R-E-K-K-Z. And the Steam is exactly the same. So if you want to send him a message or a friend request, there you go. There's his tag. Live on her. Done. Ish. Uh, and that's about it for me. So that's me done. Done. Right? Woof. That's it. That's it. Very done. done. That's it. Done. That's show the, done. End of the show, folks. Show's done. Thanks yeah. for listening. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Jammer Right, well, actually, we should do this, uh, you know, Uncharted Three thing, shouldn't we? But Duke, I, I guess,
3: what are you I
1: know Duke'll have to go, won't he? Though, <laughs> yeah, you'll have to go though. We, we talk about that. Okay.
3: Thanks, guys.
1: Yeah, cheers. We'll talk, we'll have a quick chatter about this at the end. Love you, Duke. Yeah, love you, love you, long love time, you. Duke. Mm-hmm. Everybody who hasn't
3: played Uncharted Three, come with me, and we'll go somewhere cool.
1: Yeah, cool bar or something. You know, get a margarita.
0: Get out of here, Uncharted
1: 3, non-players. Yeah, get out of
0: here. So, is he gone? Are you gone? Seriously, if, if you're still listening and you've not played
1: Uncharted 3, don't, don't. Yeah, yeah, continue. don't listen, because this is a huge source. Of this spoiler. is it, you've got
0: five seconds to yeah. switch it off if you've not played Uncharted yeah. 3. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, the cheat trick was... Yeah. Yeah! Uh, well, Can't, right, let's the go. Chi- the cheat trick was, you thought that Sully was dead. Yes. Now and they they shouldn't have
1: done that. Well I well the, the, actually I wanted him to stay dead.
0: Oh well, yeah I know what you mean.
1: Because okay. if if he's dead I was like well I was shocked and like, oh well, that's really brave of him to do that and then like the sort of copped out I thought. But the thing is the, the way they explain it as well, is like
0: you see you see Scully Sully again and you go, oh, what, what like, oh what is this the real guy or what? And then he says you, oh you went crazy just after you drank the fountain. The, the better way they could have handled that is do a flashback. As soon as he said that, do a quick flashback of what really happened. And it would have looked a little bit better. Um, but they didn't.
1: They just they just went, oh, yeah, you freaked out. I felt that was... Um, yeah, it was a bit... Yeah. You see, it was almost like they had this brave decision to kill off Sully and then sort of fall better off there Yeah, they yeah.
0: And, uh, you know, you, you don't see like, many of the characters at the end. I mean, you, you don't see the other chick... At the end, you don't see the British guy what happens to him with his broken legs.
1: You know, um... He's presumably in hospital or something.
0: Yeah! You know, at least go visit him or some shit. Yeah. Um...
1: But can I ask you, what did did you think about the... You see, I thought, I don't know about you, but you know the very ending, where where they're obviously hauling up whatever the hell it is, they're hauling up from the depths... (sighs) You know, and it all goes to shit, and they're hauling whatever it is up on, they? they're hauling something up from the bottom of the wherever, the fountain. Well, like the, the
0: sand thing.
1: Well, they, no, they've got a crank thing going, haven't they, in the water, and they're hauling something, yeah. but he never gets to the surface, does he? He doesn't make it. No, he should have flare, not it? Yeah. I thought that was going to be a boss fight. I thought something was going to come out of the water that he had to fight. No, I
0: didn't think that.
1: No, I didn't. No, I did. And then he didn't, and then it was like, uh, what, did you, what did you think, though, without there being a boss fight, and it's just this long fine. sort of chase? Absolutely fine. Yeah, I was fine with that.
0: There's another chase scene that I was really impressed with, is when you chase the uh, kind of like the bad guy, I guess. You know, the bad guy who, who shoots the darts in the British guy's neck? Yep. Uh, yeah. You chase him quite early on, and and that's just a fantastic chase scene. And you just chase him for what seems like ages. Yeah, right. And I, the city, isn't it? I, and I thought, fuck me, everybody else is just as fit in this game as Nathan Drake is. Jesus. Because um, he just looks like a, a normal bad guy. He's like jumping around. It's like, fucking hell, Drake's not special. Everybody can do this shit. And then, like, you you kind of do it again, don't you, when you're all drugged up and stuff.
1: Yeah, the drug uh, and it's is weird.
0: Re- re- I, I, I thought it was really good. I, I mean,
1: think they did a good way of making you feel like you were drugged up. And you was a kid again and everything, and yeah,
0: really good. Really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. And it was nice to see, like, how they met Sully and, and, like, how, um, Sully really, you know, Sully's like a, an older Drake, you know, he's like, he was just like Drake when he was younger and, um, mixed with people that was bad news. And yeah, in in terms of the fighting, the the combat, I mean, it's not great, but, like, the way, Greg from the Overseas Connection made it. Like it, was, like, it was all the time. It was, like, constantly forced on you. And it, 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 there definitely are parts when you're fighting somebody and you think,
1: I wish I could just get away, or, um, you know... The I, I, only, the only bit... All the time the only the, bit that, that really pissed me off was the boatyard bit. It was the the beginning of that level where you were in the water and there was... It, this endless stream of enemies coming towards you See, all I, the time. I,
0: I didn't I didn't have any problem with that. I didn't have any problem oh, with it
1: that it took me ages to do that section. The, the kind of one bit that I struggled on was when I was in the boat,
0: all right, and you have to stealth take somebody who's on the right and then <clears throat> it's
1: like the big area with the like um but when you're in the light like, what's what looks like where the dance floor is and everything, yeah, yeah. And like you have to do a bit of stealthy stuff,
0: and then obviously they find out who you are, and then and then like they, they see you, and then like
1: more people come in. That took me a while. Yeah, you see, I didn't struggle as much with that one, but there was two... It's the, it's the dudes with the rocket launchers. There's two of them at the top, isn't there, in the balcony mm. area, and you have to take them out first, because if you don't, they just start shooting at you with the rocket launchers. I, I struggled more on that bit, to be honest, than the, the boatyard bit. And I, I've heard a lot of people struggle on the boatyard,
0: but for some reason I didn't. I, I definitely died a couple of times, but it did not take
1: me a lot to 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 get over it. No, yeah. I think my biggest gripe as well was it. Made, it gave you the illusion that you could, you know, take everybody out in a stealth way, but you could never ever do that.
0: No, they try. They try that too much, don't yeah. they? Yeah. They say, oh, now it's time to be stealthy. It's like, why?
1: But he, then... but it never works because, you know, at some point you'll get seen or you, you know... get seen, and then more guys come in, and then there's hundreds of them.
0: Yeah, it's just piss you off a bit. Yeah. So I mean that's a problem, and they I suppose the combat is a bit, a bit of a pain in the ass sometimes. And I think uh, that's... and why do, why do they make you press triangle to pick up ammo? Oh,
1: no idea. You just fuck like on it. Don't. But that's how many what? how many times did you swap your weapon by mistake? <laughs> <It's>
0: absolutely. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Weapon and you're like no, I, 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 just, I just wanted ammo.
0: Like, <laughs> like, like my, my, like, there's like three people shooting me, and like Drake is just like picking up weapons on the floor, yeah. just like oh yeah. You know, and you think ammo you auto pick.
1: Yeah. Weapons you select. It's not, Correct. it's not hard. Yeah. I mean but they are I mean I mean, let's be honest, they are minor gripes on a great But thing. you think with the ammo, right? I mean
0: a lot of games do that fine. Like pick up ammo. Loads of games do that. Yeah. Why doesn't why doesn't try to do it?
1: I don't know. It's so odd. It's a weird thing. Um the other thing that we should just quickly mention, I know we're running really on a little bit here, but how good is the opening to that game? The opening section, you know, with the fist fight in the bar and everything. It's, it's okay, yeah, Fiber. it's okay. I like that, I thought it was very cool. I
0: thought it, I th- it is
1: good, it is good. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I mean, the,
0: definitely the standout parts for me is, yeah, the, the opening is, is a good opener, and, you know, it's obviously to, to introduce you to the kind of more sophisticated combat system they have now. Um, Yeah, that's a good opener. Definitely, the boat is a standout for me. Uh, the chase scene um, is great, and uh, kind of like um, some of the puzzles was pretty good as well. Like I thought, the, the the ones where you you got that kind of like big square board on the wall, and you have to do things with that. Yeah, and, that was good. Cool. Uh, the the ones with the sh- with the shadow, you know, the one with the shadow, and you you had to kind of like get the picture of a guy stabbing the other guy and line yes, it up. Yes,
1: that was. I like that.
0: Really clever stuff, and it yeah. didn't take me long to do, so it wasn't too difficult that it was, like, frustrating, but it was difficult enough to be like, ah, oh, that's
1: interesting, like, you know, it's, it's quite fun. But well, how try. stupid is that section, because that's the section, at the end, right, where you stumble across it in this huge, massive city by mistake, you know, you happen to hide in that room, and that's where it is. Yeah, that's fine. I and then, Well, then you get to the end, and all these guys are waiting for you, it's like, well, if you, you know, you only stumbled on it by accident, how the hell did they find it, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, it's one of them, yeah. it me? had some stupid moments like that, but I mean, again, overall, it's a it's a fantastic game, is it? So you
0: know, I knew I was going to fight in that because there's so much
1: cover around. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, no, I was like, Man, I'm so good at fighting here I when I come back. you. Are. But they could have, they, you know, there was no real explanation as to how they found you there, yeah. because obviously, you, you know, they don't know where this secret place is. You know, which you presume. I just
0: follow, I just presumed. I know it's stupid, but I presume they're just kind of following me.
1: Yeah, you know, and every now and again, uh, they'll send a wave of or something. Maybe. Who knows? But that's a get- That's a video game part of it, it's isn't the it? It's a video game that's logic. Uh, but that we 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 better go, aren't we? Because otherwise, we're going yeah. to running on a little bit. So, uh, yeah. Pretty
0: good game, though. Pretty good game. I
1: enjoyed so, it. So, let us know. Anyone who's sort of, you know, been playing, you know, send us a message. Let us know what you thought about, you know, the cop-out with Sully. We can't obviously discuss it on oh, the show.
0: by the way, yeah, another standout part is the desert. I loved
1: to yeah. the desert. So, so,
0: the only problem was that it didn't seem he seemed a little bit too fit. like when, Yeah. You know, like I mean, he's got two days without drinking any water and then when there's, the, I mean, he, he pokes his head through and he sees a guy drinking water and they all pause and then you start a fight. That's fine. But after that, there should have been at least one cutscene where he just grabs like a flask from one of the guys and goes, oh, water, 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 and then carried on, you know, or at least like change his animations in that, in that section. You know, sometimes they change the animations of Drake in certain like sections or something. Um, in that one, at least try like make him more tired,
1: like make him fall it out was a pretty bit healthy for a dude dude being yeah tumbling through the desert, it
0: would, it would be good if it, like for that section he just couldn't really focus properly, or you know yeah like
1: that, he was drunk or something
0: yeah he's like he's drunk and he can 't walk properly, and there's not too many enemies that, then it gets frustrating, and then you take a couple out, and then he drinks some water, and then he's fine. that would have been better, but the the whole desert scene is just brilliant, and it's so the whole game's well paced and you know the the good come the the exciting bits come exactly when you when you expect them to and it, it's great. That desert scene just I was like man, this, you know is this a cutscene and it's like the mirage and then and you see Sully and ah oh, brilliant. I absolutely love that. I
1: think the game overall is one of the standout games of last year, yeah. regardless of the small issues we had with it. It's yeah. still a brilliant game. So
0: I mean, like people saying like oh, I try to use that the better one and I, I think it is because it was first, obviously it was before three, obviously, but. I, you know, I still think it's, like, up there. You know,
1: three's is definitely... There's you know, not a lot in in between them, no,
0: to be honest. No, there isn't. No, there
1: isn't. The way I was t- understood it, like, people was like, oh, it's not as good, like, the shooting... Became... I was like, it's fine, like... Did you have any problems with the shooting? I didn't. I didn't no, have no, any issues. No, not at all. Like, yeah. th- it didn't really bother me at all. No. I don't know, and you didn't switch it to the traditional d- thing. No, I didn't. I wouldn't know how to. Like, no. I just carried on. I I, I didn't even realise there was an issue until I read it on somewhere. I was like, oh, it yeah, seemed uh, fine to me. I remember the first couple of times, like, first few levels, or something. it it took a bit
0: of getting used to. It seems a bit slower than normal third-person shooters, but I didn't, I didn't, like, oh, this is, like, oh, this is it now. Put this game down. It didn't bother me enough to try and look for that option. I knew there was an option there, but I didn't even think about it. I just just carried on.
1: Yeah, no, I didn't. It was weird. I never had any issues at all with it. I didn't. I remember thinking, you know, the fighting stuff was a bit stupid and all that. A little bit, but, but know, again, it's... it wasn't like you say. If you if you got a few shots on them, it wasn't that m- as much as it, sort of you'd think. It was, it was a little bit, but yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't tough. It's good when you when you get you know you are tortured and you
0: you break out and then you got all these hammers on the counters and you smash everybody's face in and things like that. You know, you use like the the bits of environment to smash their face in. That was yeah, that's... it
1: was kind of cool. It's, it's it, a good game. It's a good game. It's a
0: good game. There you go. That's all it. right. You're, not, you're here. <laughs> let's not zot and quat about it all night. No, that's it now. We're going. Got to go. Yeah. So, jam up people, yeah. and we'll see you next week. We will. Bye. There what be a new video on YouTube this week. Yeah, go it's on. about time. Get one done. Uh, I've got one kind of done, but you need to have a look at it. Oh. Ah, No worries. Right, to go. Right. Bye. Bye-bye.